right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. I mean, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Laying Up live show slash podcast. History is made. The United States has won the Ryder Cup 19-9. to Solly here. Neil is here. Hello, Neil. Congratulations. Winning team. Cheers. Cheers. Hello. We Good never evening. left the team. Cheers. Guys, hats off to D- you guys. Wait, you know, we haven't called hats on you guys you yet. Guys. DJ Pai is here. Cheers. Hello, oh, DJ. I'm offering my sincerest Hell congratulations. Well, Seriously. And it, was like an, to it was an ass beating for the ages. We'd so. like to welcome in um, for their press conference here the uh, – the European team that finished in second here. Um, guys, where do we go from here? First questions for Tron. Um, you know, where- obviously, uh, <laughs> obviously, I have to go to the Sanderson Farms this week to defend my title. There. Before we do get to that, uh, I also want to give a shout-out to John Rahm for the incredible season he's put together. feel like a lot of people have, and this was my idea to have this as the Callaway ad read tonight, a lot of people forgot this was an equipment change year. His game went to an entirely different level this year. And a lot of people, some people were questioning it. You know, some people were calling us out before he even switched. Like, oh, are you gonna, you know, are you gonna harass him if he has a bad year because of his equipment change? But Callaway's your sponsor. Well, we Turns don't have out, that problem. We don't have to. We don't have that. We don't problem. have to. Ooh, taste it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he uses the Epic Speed Triple Diamond Driver. He uses the Epic Speed Fairway Woods, Apex TCB Irons, Jaws Forge Wedges. Odyssey White Hot OG Rossi Putter, Chrome Soft X Golf Ball. I talked to his caddy a little bit today, kind of brought up that, hey, I, people totally forgot this is an equipment change year. And he's like, dude, it just, it's, it's, the stuff is just out of control. It's so good. And he's like, I'm not just saying that because they pay us. So take that for what it's worth. But that's what he told me. Maybe off the record. I might have, maybe not should have shared that, Come but. to death row. <laughs> CallawayGolf.com for more information on ROMs. I don't even have to go through the stats for how insane his season was and how crazy his performance was we're going to grade every player uh but again callawaygolf.com for more information we're but not uh grading on a curve either what uh randy I, I feel like the the floor is yours i think you said you have some things you want to say about this most recent event absolutely hey, first of all i just want to say it was a pleasure having you know some new blood on the team mm-hmm. and uh i hope you know i hope this this uh negative outcome will not define us but you know lead to better things in the future i look forward to having you on the squad for um, you know, not only Quail Hollow this year, uh, going over to Rome, mm. you know, all sorts of Solheim Cup, Spain, Solheim mm. Cup, all those. Yes. So, well, thank you. Uh, I listen, not the result I wanted on Team Europe this year, just straight got our ass kicked. No other way around <laughs> it. Can't sugarcoat it anymore. Can't, you know, playoffs. Can't, can't blame anything other than it was, it was an ass kicking for the ages. So, I want to congratulate uh, not only the American team but you three gentlemen in this in this bus. Um, it's it's well earned. So congratulations. Randy's as, trying to win the the Jacqueline Nicholas award. As, <laughs> as TC said, you know, I, I weirdly I feel even better about my decision uh, getting in on the ground floor. <laughs> I think it was more. Randy was like a first responder. He's running into the some, building. Some people run away from trouble. I run to it. <laughs> Uh, and I think it was, you know, I think it's, I forget what character, it's always been a corny quote from uh, Vanilla Sky, but without a little bitter, the sweet ain't so sweet. So 
We tasted the bitter, and then we're going to get our suite over in uh, Rome in a couple years. You truly got in on the ground floor because the building collapsed. <laughs> also, we got a great uh, uh, DM from Dave Gutile who said, Euros may struggle in the next couple Ryder Cups because they're stacked, uh, but they are stacked with captains for the next 10 to 12 mm-hmm. years. That's true. Westwood, Keimer, Garcia, Poulter, Stenson, Donald, McDowell, Rose. Um, Not enough Ryder Cups. You, you might have to do co-captains. Some yeah, seriously, that is that it might you might, you might Whereas, have to play the Ryder Cup every year, What's Whereas, or play it every year. It's too many captains. How do you guys hear the I, Rory the I Rory interview it. today and not want to do the Ryder Cup every year? Because you you start going down that road and it, it that goes away. Much. That it's stuff goes too away. Too much of a good thing. Yes, is, is possible. Then we got to do all, all all annual events now become semi annual, biannual, biannual. No, there's a reason why we don't get up for like the memorial every year like we do the Ryder Cup. Yeah, it, it's. It's you not because it's the, the two-year gap. It. Yes, it is. I think that adds that, a lot. There's a really competitive do. starvation oh, yeah. there for totally. sure. You're, you're telling me that the, the Euros have to wait two years to go get redemption? Like That's going to weigh on them for the next two years, and they're going to be chomping at the bit. It's going to make it that much sweeter or that much more devastating when it does happen. Mm. Yeah, and I, I would say we you know we got to see the interviews, which is the first time I've seen like the live post-round, and it was really um, – it was awesome to see the juxtaposition between both teams. But watching the Euros interview, you could see how heavy it weighs on Poulter and Westwood because they know two years is a long time. Whereas if it's one year, I think it's like, oh, maybe, maybe, you know, it gives them a little bit more hope. It's it's very, there's a finality to it for a lot of these guys when there's a gap in between for the next one. I think for those two, it might be longer than two years also. <laughs> what do you mean? Like my that, year. I think this is no, it. No, I know, but no, no, but I, I'm, no, yeah. Right. But my point is, like, if it was one year away, I think maybe both those guys are yeah. like, oh, I could, you know, I could, maybe I can, yeah, we'll squeeze get another, you know, maybe I can, you know, bring oh, it I one more year. Saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Right. Two years yeah. feels like a long, long time. It is a long time. Uh, no, I think um, it, Poulter had some good comments after the fact, where he basically in the little little scrum over to the side after the presser. Said, hey, you know, I don't want to open up the paper on Monday or Tuesday and and read, you know, Podrick shit the bed. It's like this was a a group failure and it wasn't there wasn't one thing. Yeah, you can poke holes and I, I mean, I've been I've been sitting here the last few nights poking holes in some of the the things that you know some of the pairings he's trotted out or some of the, like sitting hat uh, Fleetwood and Lowry and those guys. But you know, a those guys didn't really step up to the plate today. But b, um, you know, like. Padre could have changed the qualification system. There's a, there's a variety of things he could have done differently, but I don't think it was going to yield a different outcome, right? They just got they got outplayed, plain and simple, and like there wasn't any fixing it. It was yeah, they just ran into a freight train. I don't know. I think he he could have and should have adjusted. Like once we got to the week of and the team that he brought here, like think they had no chance from the get go. Um, and I think the, there are things he could have done to fill out the final three spot. Like six automatic qualifiers and six captain's picks would have yielded a different team than he brought and a team that probably more looked more like what he would have wanted to bring. So he's got to own that, though, because he is yeah. in charge of the qualification, right? He can, he went to the European Tour, and he got it adjusted from four captain's picks to three. You know who else did that? Tom Watson in 2014. How did that go? Um, I, I, I don't want to be too overreacting here. In, in terms of the fact that Europe just lost a, a Ryder Cup doesn't mean it has to be panic just by that simple fact but if i'm looking at what team we just lost to and what team we brought and some guys falling off a little bit of panic i think in terms of i don't want to say a task force but a little bit of like we got to reevaluate a lot of things here qualifications got to change on one and two like you're saying we this is we man i'm this saying i'm saying this in the showering year. with us <laughs> it ain't we <laughs> I th- 
for the record, Randy and I have not showered this week. This week. <laughs> yeah, I think looking at the uh, kind of what's the big takeaway, what's the big you know the big headline. I, I think we tend to uh, become prisoners of the moment, right? And shout out to Nelly Cordo's eleven majors, things of that nature. I think we're all very guilty of of doing that every time that happens. Uh, I don't think F- that's find me in ten, fifteen years. <laughs> sure. Uh, I don't think we're doing that with this U.S. team. I mean, this it's all clicked, and I don't know where it's going. I mean, it's its going to be like this for a while. It's going to be different in Europe. It's not going to be this this golf course fit like this one was. It was. I mean, I was screaming it from the rooftops coming into this. Like, Europe just doesn't have the horses to hit the big boy golf shots that are required on that course. And we saw it. Even in the back. Yeah, they no horses in the back. They did not. On the, on all, everything that required more than wedge play, I don't have the stats in front of me, but the numbers were enormous on par five, so the long iron and fairway would play. Uh, just basically the test of length as a skill, the U.S. dominated that one. And I felt like, and I don't have the number in front of me as well, but the long par threes, the U.S. also dominated. Yeah, 17's a great example of that, just eye test-wise. Seven. Tron, you were saying that. It's just the ball It was flight, a litmus test, it, it right? Was, you know, there was a lot more pop coming off the club. I think another example of that is, you know, one's not necessarily representative of this, but the, Europe got their asses beat on one and two all week yes they 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 flipped that around in singles a little bit got a little bit of early momentum going but i think that's indicative of on number two that's a demanding second shot in there and you know everybody's pretty much going for that green and two but you've got to you got to step up to the plate same thing on on 16 like you know if there were any matches in the balance tied one down two down even um the u.s had a distinct advantage aside from Rom and maybe Hovland going into 16 because that second shot is super hard and then 17 is just a beast. I, I was going to say Rory as well, but he didn't make it to any of those holes. Yeah. <laughs> he we'll finally made 16. Yeah, uh, uh, I think also, so we talked a lot in the lead up to this about the team dynamic, how shitty the U.S. has been at that, how great Europe has been at that. And I don't, I don't now think we sweep all that under the rug. I think a lot of that shit matters when it's close. Yes. When, when the team... When they have an actual team to deal with, you can't overcome complete deficiencies on your team with this whole "we love each other, we're going to bond together." But also, and- I think on some level, some of that explains the the U.S. playing well. Like they've gotten a lot. It seems like they've gotten a lot more cohesive and a lot better at that, right? It seems which like- I've not heard it discussed enough. Like probably the reason why that is. This is the first team since what '93 that has not had either Tiger or Phil on it. Well, yeah, and unpack that a little bit because I, we were talking about we we're talking with Porter about that, talking about that a couple times this week. That when those guys are in the team room, how do you not just feel like you're like kiss the ring? Kind yeah, of. like how does it not feel like it's, it's, their, it's team. their team? Yeah. and you're just kind of hanging out, right? And this you could see it up there on the you know in the interview room. You could see it, Spieth said it. We've said it a, a bunch of times. Like these guys have all been pretty much for the the critical mass of this team is been buddies since they were in elementary school right playing junior golf and like it really shows they all legitimately the bryson brooks thing aside and whatever we can talk about that but uh yeah they all seem like they really enjoy just being around each other and that's what we've said about the europeans for 20 years right and it felt it's, pretty it's a real different, though it's a different type of friendship and i still think that it, it feels much more like a one-week thing than a you know, let's do this all the time kind of a thing, but it's it's a massive step in the right direction. But here's also where they have an advantage over Europe in that it is a one-week thing, but they get to do it next year with the President's Cup. It's yeah. not a Ryder Cup thing, but, like, they're going to want to keep a lot of the same dudes around. Solly, I hate this. You always forget about the Eurasia Cup. Mm. 
Yeah, a lot of, a lot of the big European tour guys. Rory Rory's record in the Eurasia Cup, I think, speaks for itself. But <laughs> listen, he's got a you know uh, well, not w- a whole lot of losses w- in the Eurasia Cup. I would like to say one thing for the Euros again. Back to the the post round stuff, they were really tight up there on the stage. The Euros were together, and there was it was a lot of like I remember that from sixteen too. Like you know, like some tears and just some like you could tell it was you know very. But they're uh, laughing together too. Like yeah, yeah, and, I, and then you kind of. You know, juxtapose that with how the U.S. has lost in the past, like, you know, fights and blame game. And, you know, I, I know some of those guys that were responsible for that, the culprits weren't really on this team. But I just I think it's worth noting that I thought the Euros lost with class and stuck together throughout it. So I will say on the cheers oh, to you guys, guys. Cheers. cheers guys. Oh, bunch of good blokes. Those little sausages. Not really. Cheers to you guys. I will say there. Let, let's not like going back to Neil's point about two years ago or, you know, two years ago, two years from now. Things can change, right? Can't lay, like, not probably not the most durable, long-lasting career that we're looking at. Um, Bryson, who knows? Uh, you know, I think DJ is going to be there for the Kepka's next not four terrible. to five. Kepka's knees all fucked up. Well, uh, you know, J- JT's putting is a mess. Like, it's there's, also there's some things that there's some injury stuff, and there's some things that can happen. They've got a great nucleus and a great core. But I don't like this. Was kind of a perfect storm of a lot of guys being healthy and a lot of guys being. And the course fit is incredible, and yeah. the dynamic it completely shifts. Like the kind of play, like I'm, I'm ready to re-engage in the Nah Horschel Kisner conversation now. It was a whistling thing that like this makes absolutely no sense for this golf course. And over there, that style of play might work. Like we might, they might, they're probably going to do th- thick rough like at Paris. We're going to need more driving accuracy than we have. Like, we're going to need guys that are in foursomes. You're going to tee off on these holes, and you're going to get the ball and play for us. Bring in Brian Harmon. You know, throw him in that mix. That Let's would go. that could easily make sense. I but know. I think and, it. I think I think we have dibs on Horschel, though, as a, as a West Ham guy. A, you know, could be the Euro Tour champion. Uh, no, I was just going to say, I, I, I do think the U.S. team looks very cohesive, and they look friendly and in. I think what will really be interesting is when they meet some adversity and it, and it might not be for, you know, that's, they might be so talented. It might not really happen for a while, but it'll be interesting how they react when there is, when things aren't going like I agree. as well as they can go. I think here. so now, like, I think now's a great time to do this talk of like who, who on this team isn't on the team in 2023. Well, sort of on that note, I, I think you tweeted it, you know, obviously it's kind of a joke, Sally, but the, the comp to the dream team, like I, I would almost like to see them, like especially with the presidents coming up, which I think, you know, hot take, I think is going to be a fucking bloodbath. Uh, again, hollow. wow, I'm, can I quote <laughs> yeah, you on that? No, you can quote me on that. I think I, I almost like them. You know, they've they've been these like sheepish underdogs for so long, even though they're the favorites, and it's just like this really weird, almost like lack of identity. I feel like in a lot of those these Ryder Cups for the last, really since I've started watching the Ryder Cup, you know, and. I feel like this is kind of a tone setter. Shout out to Big Tone. I think kind of a tone setter for going forward if this nucleus does stay together. It's just like, yo, let's we're fucking bad dudes. Let's try to run it up every time. Like almost having that mentality, I feel like keeps you more locked in when that adversity hits, right? When it's just like, no, 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 we're we're those guys. We're gonna get through this. It's okay. Or or it flips and it pops the bubble, and who knows? Well, it's spectacular if it does. Yeah. If it does pop too. A couple speed things there. Speeth was the one that in the team room either this morning or whatever it was said the record is nineteen and we're gonna go get it. Yeah, which is sweet. And two, 
someone asked the question to someone else and they gave kind of a, a kind of a shitty answer in terms of like does oh it was, uh, Xander spoke up somebody asked the question and said you know is it kind of like an unfinished business thing until you win one in Europe right and Xander was just like oh I'm just enjoying this one right now and Spieth like wasn't oh, prompted for it and it was just like I I'll I'll take that one actually like. I do feel like there's unfinished business. I was on two losing teams in Europe, and I feel like it, you know, if we play, he's like, if we play the similar style of golf, it's probably going to be a similar result over there. And I was like, fuck, I thought the way that they arranged, like the way that everybody was seated in the the press conference was really interesting. They were all kind of broke. You know, you had JT and Brooks kind of up top left. You had Scotty and um, Jordan top right. Bryson kind of on his own front right. Um, Warakawa sitting next to his big brother DJ. That's right. Uh, DJ corrupt. You know Xander kind of right there bottle. in the middle. Like I think Xander, like to me, it seemed like Xander really had a a, a gravity about him. It's the most I've ever heard team, him talk. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, I don't know. It, it was just kind of. Inter- I don't think Harris was asked a question or said or anything DB, in the press conference. DB was book. scrolling. Yeah. Might have been yeah. swiping. I don't know what he was doing. Yeah. Um, he was. He was. He was had some scrolliosis going on. Uh, putting all bits aside, part of the reason why I think you you dis- did not want to root for the U.S. team was they were not likable. If you were revisiting it currently, I think there's I think coming in blind. I think they're more likable. Yeah, I still I still prefer I still prefer both the caddies in the like I like I prefer the Euro- the um Euro- the European team. I think uh, I, you know I I don't know I have issues with JT personally. Like just I don't like you know just sometimes when I watch him play, it just just doesn't resonate with me. Uh, but on the flip side, like Jordan, Jordan and DJ are my two favorite players, right? I yeah, I I was telling Neil when we were walking back to the rig, you know that's that's why I picked like you know if I have to pick a side, I I will pick Team Europe because at the end of the day, like who do I want to whose team room do I want to walk into and and have some beers? It was validated like just seeing them this week and seeing the press conferences. Like I'm going to the Team Europe room to to hang out with those guys. They they with Shane and Rory and, and, and it doesn't make them Ron. better guys. I, I think I just think they speak to me more than the majority of the American team. Uh, when to, to Tron's point, there are some guys on the American team like I absolutely love to hang out with, but I dumb. it's like an overwhelming sense from the European side. The guy so. that I think I'm most like on the on the U.S. team that most drawn to kind of newcomer is like that kind of changes the whole dynamic is Scotty. Like he just shows up, gets the fucking job done, you know. Not doesn't say a whole lot, but also like he's he's contributing both socially and like he just seems like such a great glue guy that it's it's that they around. haven't had in the past. He knocked around world number one, John Rom four and John Rom today. We'll get to some like matches. Five of the first seven holes, I think. Five for six. Yeah, well, I would. I would. Well, and all, sorry. Was, so on top of that, like. The luxury, like Hovland and Scheffler, I'd say are pretty similar players, right? Hovland's maybe a little better in normal, you know, stroke play, whatever. And then Hovland's basically like the fourth best player on Europe, maybe third best. And Scheffler was probably the last guy on the team. Like, just speaks, like, that speaks to the result. Sorry, you were going to say? Well, just back to Randy's point, like, when you were telling me that on the way back here, I I had a hard time not, like, nodding. Like, because I witnessed the press conferences too, and I don't want to, like, zero in on the, but. I think people show a lot like when they're on the extremes a little bit of their emotions, when whether high or low. Kicked in the nuts, or, kicked in the in the nuts yeah. or like when you're on top. And I, I yeah, I think the the there were some guys on the U.S. team that I just felt like I was cringing a little bit, or just like, man, I, yeah, that's just a, like, how would they be if they had lost? I kind of felt myself feeling like, man, that's it's a tough. It was a tough vibe a little bit. Was, I'm happy they won, and I'm happy for them. 
but some of them aren't my favorite characters on on, on the playing field, I guess. It's a little, yeah. It, it it's uh, there's, there's no subtlety, I don't think, on the American team. <laughs> Like, it's just a lot. It's a little louder, a little dumber, a little just. There's like, some thoughtfulness though. Like, but they like all look Spieth like they're continues yeah, yeah. to be like of one of the most thoughtful dudes. And I want to say, I want to apologize. And can't lay. Yeah. And can't lay. And I want to uh, DJ totally like, shut the me show. up. Shut me He's up. Both in how he played, clearly the leader of the team, emotionally, clearly like um, respected by his peers. Like everybody seems to like him and and enjoy him and and get a kick out of him. And he was straight up drunk and funny <laughs> drunk in the best way possible just yeah. like holding court up there and i didn't really uh you know how do i know but i didn't have a sense of that and i was i thought that was the biggest surprise for me uh so i just want to say listen that's, hand up that's, that's on me dog you. so that was that's cool to see. that's cool yeah. he was he was this like the same i remember being like yo dj the matches ended like 45 minutes ago and you are hammered in the presser already the guy has no there's no delay from when as soon as play is done that 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 guy has a cocktail Dude, Cody and I were standing up and like right above the steps, looking down on 18 fairway and 18 green, and he must have run back and forth up the steps like four or five times <laughs> in that 45 minutes because like, he was drinking straight tequila. Yeah. Very clear glasses coming out of there. God, the he was, on the, he was on the MJ plan. Yes, I, I got to give a shout out to maybe one of my favorite Ryder Cup questions I've heard in a really long time, other than the uh, Phil Mickelson talk, murder of Tom Watson. <laughs> Uh, I think it was Luke Curtinine asked, you know, DJ, you're the oldest person on the team. Can you still keep up with these guys like in the, at the party tonight? And I think he said, absolutely. He just, <laughs> he just doubled, triple, quadruple down. Just next question. <laughs> next. How about you? You want to hang? You want some yeah. of this? You want some of this? You have no chance. And then he was like, next question. And he's aware enough to be like, all right, someone, you know, JT, take the mic. You yeah. Know, like, <laughs> you know, it was, it was, it, he, his timing was great it compared was. to some yeah, of the yeah. other people. Yeah. You know, like, and I don't want to. I don't want to sit up here and rag on on Bryson because, like, you know, we do it a lot. But like, can we get back to that? I'm so excited. No, I, he just, you know, he. They asked him a question, and he's just, he's not like comfortable. He, he has no timing. He has no. He can't help himself, but like personally, like make me like it makes me cringe. I like feel. I'm like, dang, dude. So here's what I'll say about that: is I wonder if, you know, if this big sweeping uh, dominance that. We, or I won't say all of us, some of us are maybe feeling is coming on the American side. Maybe they loosen up a little bit and maybe they, maybe they get better at that kind of stuff. And they get better yeah. at being kind of like a jokey part of a team because they're all, they haven't really done a lot of that. And the Europeans, sure. like, they almost have a template for, you know, the team room vibe as well, right? And the, and the press conference vibe. Like, they, they mm -hmm. all look very, it's weird that the European press conferences, win or lose, all look almost identical every year, right? Like they all have the same kind of jokes, the same inside jokes, the same timing. You know, maybe these guys just if if it's a dream team vibe and they're together a lot, maybe they can get better at it. I think it's just Fair. these guys are truly way more comfortable around each other than they have been with prior yeah. teams. And like that's a generational thing, right? Like Cooch and like Spieth probably don't have like a ton in common. They're not hang, you know, but like Xander and JT are like Except peers. Hairline, maybe. Of course. They're like peers, and like I saw a lot more take that back. That of, me. of that stuff going on out there this week on, of, in terms of just like not stuff that was just done in front of cameras, but just like other players out there, you know, hanging with each other while following matches, and like more of that stuff I'm used to seeing from Europe. I saw way more of that from the U.S. than I think I've ever seen, which I thought I thought was interesting. Before we get going on to the next bit, our friends at Rap Soto are offering seventy five dollars off 
their mobile launch monitors when you go to repsoto.com slash NLU. Use promo code NLU. They're also throwing in free towels if you order Sheesh. this week. Uh, the, the We have raved about the Repsoto mobile launch monitors. They're about the size of a rangefinder. They fit right on your golf bag. They're super lightweight. Uh, they get, they're get they very accurate. They give you incredible numbers. They get within 2% of what a $20,000 unit would get you. The Repsoto mobile launch monitor app automatically tracks your stats. It stores video with Shot Tracer. It helps you with your club gapping. Helps you if you're trying to gain speed. Helps understand your true distances for each club. Gives you immediate feedback and data. Gives you a video right after your swing. Creates a better practice environment instead of just mindlessly hitting balls. Uh, like I said, it's very portable. You can use it indoor or outdoor uh, into a net uh, if you're using it indoor. So, again, rapsoto.com slash NLU, promo code NLU for $75 off plus a free towel. $99 off with the free towel. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, Canley had two. Launch monitors on the first tee this morning. Holy crap! I'd like, I'd like to see you out there with two wrap sodas. Well, you mean on the, on the on the driving the, range on the range? Yeah, on the practice tee. We had hinted. I don't know if you want to go there now. Yeah, let's do it. Talking about who, who won't Americans be on the won't be on the twenty twenty three. I think both team. Americans, and then we do it for Europe too. Because yeah. I think that's an interesting exercise. Because with the changing of the guard for Europe, do are they able to keep that camaraderie and that? Because it's it's a very I think yeah. a lot of that's leadership, honestly. Like the captaincy, like they were naming there, like the Donald McDowell Stenson, yeah. like Harrington kind of vibe they have is is what. But like, some dictates of it's that. also a little bit cultural, right? Where you've got a lot, you know, you've got some um, with Poulter and uh, Westwood and guys that are, you know, they're they're bar guy, they're they're blokes, right? And um, you know, I they're think chaps, if you blokes. add the the Hogard twins or. or this Ludwig character that we keep talking Just about, Swede. Uh, you know, a lot of lot of Northern Europeans. All right, like, what does that look like, right? Does that change the com- the complexion or the personality of the team? And this is this is we're getting into the weeds on like I think Europe has no problem filling in like a point eight to one shot like strokes gain guy, and I, I not to turn this into a strokes gain thing, but like that they had a lot of those guys this week. Yeah. And they can replace those guys. They have a lot of what I would call replacement level Ryder Cup guys. Can you get to that 1.5, 1.75, like the elite, strong Sergio's, Rose, Stenson, like the guys that have dictated them winning this for many years have been like a pretty decently, you know, large circle, but like almost everyone has come out of that circle now. Well, some of it too, I think, is yeah. the guys that. that the guys that you that are those point eight one stroke guys. You just need him to play really, really well that week. A guy like time, a Hatton yeah. or a Casey, or and Hatton had it too. Fleetwood he, last like late last year, early this year, he was up there. You know, it's just like almost like you caught him at the wrong time. And a take, I, I forget if I've I've brought this up on the show, and I'm surprised it hasn't been more of a storyline this week. Is the last year of COVID had to be way worse for Europeans than it was for Americans. Well, I, I yeah, and I haven't done a full chart to see like who's played dipped and whatnot, but like. The European tour got ravaged like yeah. by by COVID, and their purses have gotten severely damaged, and their fields and their and then and then, and then Jay Monahan came in and and you know staged a coup and did the strategic alliance and all that. Of course, but like the the guys, you got to get your European tour events to be qualifying for the Ryder Cup team. It's a little harder to travel. It's just a it's a lot for the players that played have played internationally, and it it I feel like that. So, you know, I don't think they would have won last year, but I think that hurt. Like the margin has to be explained by like this was harder on them than it was on Americans. I was going to ask uh, TC and Randy 
I think we've been very more than fair considering the thorough ass beating that, that the you likes saw. of which we've never the seen. likes of which we've never seen. Will you apologize here publicly? Two strokes gained. No, absolutely not. I just don't like the Europeans. Like I said, like I think the guys like Hatton or Fleetwood or Lowry that that aren't very good in strokes gained. They, they, no, that like they, yeah, like they were gonna have to play better than they've been playing. They just didn't rise to the occasion. Uh, but right? I, I want to push back. I'm, oh, I'm, no, no, hold on, hold on. Let sure. me, let me, let me. I'll take an opportunity. I will apologize broadly to strokes gain. Thank you. Okay, there are still some applications of it that I don't like. You know, the the wind and weather that Golf Channel was throwing up there. Like that was a little like loose. Before the Ryder Cherry Cup picking some stuff. That was a little loose. So, I, I, so I was I not a little queasy that. there, but yeah. I, I will apologize to it on a on a philosophical broad level. Yes, you have my apology, Brandy. That. Honestly, means awesome. so much. I was to gonna. Me. What I was gonna push back on is I think that like. Wait a we, second, you're on my team here. What's going I, no, on? No, but with the, the strokes game, you can't say that like, like Hatton, Hatton for for instance, his strokes game have sucked the last month to three months. But like he, you know, we went through it three nights ago. He was playing at a, you know, really high, like one point seven or whatever, like a level. It's just tailed off, right? Like, so I think there's something to be said for those guys have done it. Is is that a dip or is that? You know, a, a trending profile. I think like yeah. three months is like a, a pretty good telling, but not like the, the Bible, right? If you have like a, a one, like Nah had a crazy good three months leading up to it, and it didn't like change his profile as a player. You could see that he was playing way outside of that normal profile, right? And Hatton was playing well below his profile that he has established yes. as a player. But like that, I don't think like that's what you're targeting. But you're, you're like that's the exact same thing you used to like shit all over DJ for like the like the three weeks before this event. I didn't was like his 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 rolling three to six month profile looked really really shitty. It's been it's so been can't, below like, have it both what, ways. It's been below what he is like been, but he's still like clearly a player on this team, like well, very clearly. That, that, but that's what but we're that's arguing what I'm trying to well. argue with Hatton is like he's clearly proven that like Hatton in in in, a, in an alternate universe because Hatton's strokes gained is his profiles up here. He could have gotten back there. He he didn't. He didn't perform. It's but like, in there. It's no, no, in no. there. Is what I'm kind of, which is like kind of what happened with DJ, where like clearly it was in there. He went five and zero, oh, but like, like DJ's, the last three months it hasn't been. DJ's last three to six month stroke gain profile is better than Hatton's top profile. Like that, okay, we're not talking about enough. the same yeah, dip. But, like that's not the same thing. But but in context, there, like I think like there it there does are out to show you like there are outliers. You like on DJ, you were very very. Very bearish on DJ, looking at his profile or his last year even, and saying, "Hey, he's not the same player he was two, three, four years ago." But to me, it's like you know, the Ryder Cup's great. Like kind of what Rory was saying, like it 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 brings out greatness in certain players in these right times, and you and you and you know, it hasn't yeah, for DJ. Yeah, That's been my point. More, no, I, it, 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 like listen, I don't want to relitigate the DJ stuff. Like he had a bad, he had a bad year in Paris. I think you, I think you <laughs> do like, want to relitigate. No, but like, but yeah, it feels like that's what we're doing. But it, like you brought but this some, up. No, but at some point, it's like, like, it's not like you're not playing the event for, for like for the last six to twelve months. Yeah, it's gonna certainly some of those guys are gonna be more likely to play well. But I think what Neil's saying is like, you know, a guy like Hatton does have a profile of somebody that you were looking at, like. They, they, that you're looking for in that 1.5 to two strokes gain that that profile versus just the other guy, right? Yes. I, I, my point was that I think Europe played. They they did not play up to their potential. I, I mean, obviously, I, right? I think it but, can be summed up a little bit with like their shot shots gained, right? And it's great. And then some of it's just timing and whether you're exactly. playing well or yeah, not. Like and then just, and then also caught them at a bad time. Randomness. 
it's a it's a three-day event if you catch lightning in a bottle you can massively outperform or underperform and they didn't your overall them. profile but but i think that's the exception to the rule right like those are going to be outliers and like yes you're you might have a thomas peters or you might have like you, you might to, you don't want to bank on guys like having freak like weeks. playing out of their ass yeah and you yeah. might have those and to your point like you didn't have any of those this week but i guess yeah. the solid's overall point is like even if you had one or two of those, you weren't going to have twelve of those. And yeah. it was yeah. like there it was, was just so, too there's deep. There's a lot more depth, yeah. for sure. Yeah, like I, I think we've acknowledged that, but I think at the end of the day, it's it's you know between that between I, I think strokes gained, tee to green, and then like they were they were vastly overmatched, and then the Europeans just didn't putt well either, right? Like they the, just the just, putting stats. Justin Ray had this on the Athletic that uh, the Europe the U.S. had made forty one putts outside of ten feet, and Europe had made thirty seven. So it was not it was more of a ball striking difference telling than it was just like Europe didn't didn't I mean it was just like a it that, that golf course is there's nowhere to hide if you can't strike it and the way that that course is balanced too how they did the holes were like Bryson the holes that Bryson's driving on uh, or I'm sorry I guess he was not playing foursomes the holes that the long got the drive guys were driving on were like real short par fours that you could drive almost like six and ten and also the like three uh three of the par fives and the long par fours like it just it fit so freaking well for that team it was crazy all right who's not gonna be on the team yeah that's that's where we started <laughs> uh, for the U S Harris one, one Harris one. English I think he is the most yeah the most likely to not be on the team I I would not write him off for it but I think there's a pool of like four or five guys that are like. Take it or leave it. We'll take who's kind of going hot in that time period from that group and maybe probably adding in a Will Zalatoris. If Matthew Wolf kind of gets his shit figured out, then that is a like somebody that kind of a sleeping giant that would be pretty great in this competition, I would think. Maybe not for Italy, but um, – Yeah, what, what's crazy, I, of course, recency bias, and like you said, you don't know what's going to happen and injuries and yada, 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 but it fucking really feels like a team you could just take all 12 of those guys to – to Italy, right? Like, what well, like would you I, sign up for those twelve guys right now? Well, two years is a long time. Like, uh, you know, what happened to Jordan Spieth in the last no, two years? No, of right? course. And I don't want, but I don't want to fall back into. I think this is going to be like, uh, we need like a scouting team on that golf course. Yeah, because you can't show up in France with the team they showed up. Like, you can't do what they did in twenty eighteen, which is show up with a team that was just not fit for that golf course. Like, I'm curious to see which guys go over to Italy and carve it out of their schedule, right? I, I'm not I'm saying it's like assistant captains of like oh, we God. need to like go isn't, and isn't see that like the little stuff though and and uh we kinda heard this throughout the press conference. Even Rory talked about this with like younger guys embracing and the Ryder Cup becoming more of like these younger guys fabric, right? And we saw JT to his massive credit, right? Go play the French Open at Le Golf National, and maybe as you know, this nucleus becomes like more of a dream team vibe. Like the Ryder Cup is a really big deal to us. Maybe you see more of those guys go do that stuff. I hope. I think that that's like the change you're looking for, rather than just you know, I'm a superstar and like, yeah, I guess I'll, I guess that's where I'm going to play this week is the Ryder Cup, which is I think the vibe the last 20 years. Because I'd love to talk about Bryson. Like, if we were going to the Golf National in two years, like, no freaking way. Like, why? Like, but he's gonna he's gonna auto qualify, he, he right? Probably like, will. But I mean, like, what happens if P qualifies? Do you risk? That's interesting. Nuking That's interesting. this entire chemistry and you Wow. You have, have not you have, gotten there. God damn you have it. Bryson you see, let me enjoy this night. You have Come Bryson on. and P on the team? Like that's 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 tough, guys. Well then who's the matrix between likely won't qualify on points plus is replaceable on a golf course? 
I I mean to kind me it's like Burger and, ha- and Harris English to me are like in that that and, squad. And they're both dog, good. They're both, dogs they're both in there too. Finau's definitely in there, and Finau was not really like I, I was kind of souring on Finau being on this team as of this summer. He had a tough summer. He, he kind of he flipped it at the bottom. Had a good, obviously a great kind of end of the summer and in the playoffs and whatnot. Caught a big break. There you go. Mm. And it 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 lined up very well for him to make this team and. He, you know, he had a one and two record, but I mean, I, I would say it was a very solid contribution. He didn't play great on the back half, but like had that had his moments in that opening match that, that kind of cemented his place on this team. But Strokeskin teammate, great teammate, <laughs> awesome, great teammate. Yeah. Uh, surprisingly, like one of, and this is not the highest compliment because the U.S. mostly looks pretty lame when they do their stuff, but like the coolest looking celebrator of the U.S. team, I would say. I, I agree with that. Like the agree. best at playing to yeah, the crowd. Yeah. Um, I would I would put Finau in there. Yeah, Berger Berger was Berger finished two and one, but I think he he would probably tell you he got away with got away with some stuff. He, he was not the not his best golf. What, what about a guy like Scotty? Scotty locked, in my opinion, Scotty locked up a spot on the next team. I still ba- think it's bar kinda... none because just just by going like by going out and what he did today, yeah. showing that as long as he stays in decent form. Yeah, yeah. and I was gonna say too, like that's gonna be the next go round with captains picks. Like these guys have put a lot of equity in the bank now with great performances and so it's going to be they get the tiebreaker it's like oh my god yeah how do you leave scotty he he kicked rom's ass you know two years ago so you know good on these guys um and that's where like that's what kind of what i was probably and i don't know if i'll ever be able to make the point very well enough of like scotty is like over the last two years a 1.5 strokes gain guy and horschel is like a one and the the difference in that value for a rider cupper I think is like literal the actual literal difference. Like and Scotty's, Scotty's getting better. Yes, too. Like he's still young. He's still, like I think Scotty's just scratching the surface. I mean, he's I've stud, been man. shouting from the yeah. rooftops of like, yeah. he's just the guy that's like really really good on your little league team. That's also really he's gonna like he's gonna play. He he'll be the best basketball player on his seventh or eighth grade team, and he's he's a like, three star basketball a, recruit. He's a, he's, na- he's a natural. It's, just a natural a, athlete. He knows how to be a part of a team. Yeah. He's he's just a good dude, yeah. and he's and he and he makes a shitload of birdies. Yeah, uh, I got a difficult one. A guy who has not won a singles match ever. Oh my god, really? Stinky what if Jordan? he doesn't qualify? If Jordan plays like he did this year, I would I would take him. All world teammate though. Yeah. But like, you would you would think the course would suit him better in Italy, right? In theory, I think Spieth still got some stuff to tighten up. He kind totally. of faded as the he's summer. Not all the way there. Yeah, he's, he's like uh, he was back. for like. The, through major season, he was like the second best player in the world, and it probably went a little underappreciated because his results didn't quite fully match. Uh, but as, as once we got past the British Open, he kind of just faded, just kind of ended the season with a little bit of a whimper, and he was not very good this I, week. I, I kind of got laughed at for this one before we started, but I'm going to reheat it. DJ is going to be 39 the next time around. I just think about like the comp of. Justin Rose or Stenson or some of these guys where like you see them in a Ryder Cup they they ball out and then just like when it goes it, I'm not going to I'm not saying it's going to happen to him but when it goes at that 38 39 40 time, like age range it goes really quick. And There's so, something weird about DJ though where he what feels I was gonna, like well, what I was going to say if if it's last captain's pick of <laughs> DJ versus Scheffler you know yeah. say they have similar form who, who are you going with then? And that's where the equity, right? Like Damn, a man. guy coming off a of five and zero. Oh, like I, I just don't know how they would not pick DJ. I don't want to skip out of the especially with the with the team room stuff. TC that we just, just called DJ age agnostic. I don't think like that he's a young, he's he he's in that. good shape. He's totally, I agree. Healthy. He's like long language swing. A guy that's not gonna, 
you know. Um, he's less volatile, too. I mean, DJ is uh, incredibly not vol- volatile. Like, his floor yeah. is just so freaking high. And he's so versatile course to course. Um, Scotty was a great, really freaking perfect role player on this yeah. team. Like, to go, you're going to play your own ball, and you're going to play with Bryson. Like, you do not have to carry this team. You are going to be this. – you're going to tee off first. You're going to put one in play, and he's going to go pound driver, and you guys are going to route, you know, pump up the crowd, and then – they got the perfect matchup for him, getting a rested Scotty against world number one, nothing to lose, guy that had played four matches. It that, everything fell the U.S.'s way. Yeah. I mean, that was just so freaking perfect. That'd be, an, I guarantee, when Europe saw that, they were just like not very happy about the way those lineups. Shook we haven't out even today. talked about like Morikawa yet. Like, I know they're so freaking know. good. Like, because he's a he's a he's a dynamo for a course, like a European style course, right? Yeah. He's he's the ace in the. Like ace up your sleeve. That's like, like straight the Joker. up. Like yeah. I think Colin Morikawa might not be the like he he to me he's like I know Rom's supposed to be the, like I think Colin Morikawa might be the best player in the world. Now he's, that he's he's putting, decidedly not, better. but I get I like where you're yeah, going. No, he might be like the best. Non, I don't know non Rom like, division. When it all clicks, like I'm not sure anybody's better. Especially when you take distance a little bit out of the yes. equation. It's, like he's he's cat like. It's a little bit the way that TC always talks about DJ. Like on any given shot. He's he could be the best player. Like I know that doesn't make sense, and that's a a bit. But I I feel that way with Morikawa. Like the ceiling is, it's he, unlimited. Yeah, it's he, limitless. It's really it's hard to explain. Like he, when he's honest, like holy shit, like this is as good as it gets. Yeah, it's it. The way I think about Morikawa, and honestly, what I think about DJ too, their games and their shot shapes and styles, everything screams repeatable to me. Like it is all about. Like, I'm not going to hit a good shot five out of ten times. I'm going to hit a good shot, like, eight and a half out of ten times. And that is, like, that's just, like, a floor that, like, is so, so difficult to beat. And just watching, it's how I feel about Rom, too. Like, he is just a buoy. Like, you cannot sink Rom. And he sunk today, but when Scotty was four up, I was just like, if we got a half out of this, that'd still be great. Scotty because he didn't play good. Yeah. Like, Rom didn't play bad. Right. Exactly. Scotty birdied five of the first six. He ran into a a freight train. (laughs) Uh, I mean, Brooks is a guy like, you know, I know he won this year and he's talking like he's coming back and, and everything, but, you know, kind of back on the upswing, but, you know, ended in the year, probably uh, world number 10 right now, second year in a row, he's probably going to be outside the top, top 10 in the world. Is he a guy that's kind of weirdly enough? This was one of his better years, like his better years in performing outside of majors. Like yeah. usually it's, you know, whatever. Um, and he, he brings it for the majors, but he, he played some of his best golf this year, actually, which uh, is weird. Something else on Spieth. I think Spieth, like, between his wife being pregnant and just the energy that it takes to get, like, to regain your form and get back to the top, like, you have to think that he, out of all these guys, like, he's got to be the most exhausted because it takes so much more effort to to get your form back than it does to get there in the first place, I think. Because you're so much more anxiety and mental pressure like that you're putting on yourself and everybody else is asking you for the last four years, what's wrong? What's and wrong? What's probably wrong? Like Does that the, bring us to Rory? The fear, yeah. <laughs> also, the fear of like, is it, you know, knowing the feeling of it going away, like always wondering if it's, is it about to go away again is a real thing. But Like on the European side, like did we see Paul Casey's last – Last Ryder Cup, I mean, he's forty four. I don't think so, just because of he went zero and four. The lack of the lack of depth coming behind him, right? and the like, world. I think like some of those guys that should 
be cycled out are probably going to have to yeah, hang on for another one. He's an OWGR beast. Yeah, like, he's going to qualify on world points. He, he, can, can Top I say, 10 machine. Can I say something about Paul Casey? Yes, please. Pure outsider observation, right? Like, he, he should be one of the best players on the European team. You know, he sits in that press conference. He doesn't say much. I think he was asked one question. Like, he's, he's shockingly irrelevant to that mm-hmm. team for – and it shouldn't be that way based on his his resume and his profile. You and talk to caddies out on the PGA Tour and like there's I like just it's, can't. they're so dismissive of him for what his talent level is of like yeah, like if Paul Case is ahead of you on the leaderboard like you're not scared in the least. Hmm. And it's just, you know, I, I think for me it's like I think maybe like, maybe I owe Team Rose an apology. Hmm. I think he would have he only would've, helped. Yeah, he would have only week. helped the cause. Yeah. Think I think Team the Rose point? and the, and then another guy. Do I apology? do I accept the on apology? Of Team Rose? Well, I have to take it to the the other members of the council. Take it to the yeah. message board. <laughs> go yeah, to the board. To the message board. To some of the other admins on the board. I'd, I'd like to talk to. I'd like to talk to Morgan Stanley. I'd like to talk to. Uh, I forget. Right. Master sponsors. Mastercard. <laughs> There's uh, talk to Mastercard. Bonobos. The Walton family. I need to talk to. Zurich Insurance. Zurich. I need. Yeah. I need. No more free ads. Come on. Here comes the drizzle. Let's move on. I think the other guy that 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 would have made a lot of sense on this team and probably makes sense moving forward. Yeah, I don't think he's necessarily the best locker room guy, but as far as just straight up like looking for those guys in that you know one to two strokes gain, Mike Wallace. He could could be that guy. Yeah, and he's not currently, but could be that guy. Well, that kind of speaks to something. I we've said this throughout the week, but uh, Tron, I think you you kept kind of hammering this, and I think it makes a ton of sense. Is there's just so many guys on that when we're going to talk about which we're going to talk about for the next two years. I have a feeling the lack of depth coming on the european team like there's so many guys that should be there that aren't there and Where it's folks my martin keimer <laughs> matt wallace uh martin keimer i mean Ma- torbjorn olison where's uh like thomas peters where's colsarts where's all these guys that you know what you were saying is like you just need a guy to have one good week like the guys we've seen have those good weeks and the guys we've seen pop up they just uh, they're not there man and that that is tough Tough, tough. Which is like where Paul Casey went 0 4 this week, but in the right situation, know that. in the right situation, he could have been great for that team. Like with as a, as a with B a, player instead of an A with player. With a good foursomes oh, yeah. partner, like a, a that would be a nightmare to go up against if they were had the luxury of being able to you know, pair him with like an in his prime Stenson or Rose or something like that. Go, goes back to depth, right? Yes. And, and I think, like, I mean, DJ made it a point to say that in his presser he's like i had great partners this week yep which you know like i think that was a shot across the bow at kuchar <laughs> <laughs> amen amen thank you tc i will give you that but, one. all right so casey I'll so i mean fitzpatrick continues to not really do anything <laughs> he's had some shit luck man i mean luck and i mean yeah pair with westwood twice this week that's not good yeah, and then well, he, that's he tough takes burger to 18 and hits the worst shot he probably hit all week i i really wanted that for fits i really did um but i also had a, a wager on 19 to 9 final score so hit that. uh fleetwood like he's he's a lock in my opinion you you guys may not agree he went oh one and two so he, has to he seemed like, aw- they, i mean he just didn't seem like they he don't have his honestly and i i really like fleetwood's vibe but it's a bummer that he's a lock for for the Euros because he's not playing good and he hasn't for two years, you know, and that's tough. I will say this. It is more dangerous to be, like, a lock that also might be kind of an anchor. 
Like you're going to be on the team, but like you still have a glaring like a the putting thing with Fleetwood, not good. And like that is something that is really hard to look past and hard to get around, right? Like you're going to be on the team, we know that, and we got to like count on you having a week when you know it it looks like this one. Like what what qualification process could they possibly put in place where Fleetwood doesn't make the team? Right. And <laughs> I'm not saying you shouldn't yeah. be. No, but no, like, I'm with you. It's just yeah, it's U.S. for decades had guys yes. that were going to make every team totally. and they were going to lose matches. Yeah. And it was like yeah. you can't justify taking them off the team like Jim Furyk is one of the greatest players of all time. Like look, go back and look at his strokes gain. It'll blow your freaking mind how that guy possibly had that Ryder Cup record. But, like, the, you you just have to figure out who those guys are and figure out how you're going to play them. Like, what they just – Europe had, did not have that luxury and this And then week. I think Garcia, Hatton, Hovland, Lowry, those guys are essentially locks to be in the next one. Garcia could age out. I mean, you know, you don't know when it goes. Um, I wouldn't say Lowry's a lock. I think he did himself – good service this week but like it's going to be kind of form dependent hovland i would say lock for sure i would say that with sergio you know tradition matters it feels like with the euros you know they love their storylines and their you know steve balestros you know they're going to give sergio unless he does something drastic and just falls off the planet like a hundred it's almost like poulter it's like oh wait sergio we had i mean he's, he's i mean he's won the most matches in Ryder Cup history, like that is, he not, missed a year though, right? Like they've they've kept him off a team they left before. Him yeah. Off, uh, yeah, I don't know. And what to year still exactly, win the most, right. ma- like that. I feel like we've been under talked about a little bit. I also think that it's like his game, good. just like a you know, his game is not predicated, isn't predicated upon putting it well. It's predicated upon ball striking, and that's which that, is great. That's, for, that's good for longevity. For, yeah, and for right. team game, right? Like for. It is. It's good for Forsum. Like yeah, he for, paired yeah. up great with Rom for Forsums. But I, I said this last night. Like his four ball game yesterday, not great. And I did not feel good about him going into singles today, and he lost. So like they, Sergio's not. He is not four and zero Sergio anymore. He can play that Forsums role, and they needed to kind of ride him a little bit heavier this week. But I, I don't. I did not fear Sergio on his own ball he, today. He's another guy where it's like he can't be the third best guy. Or no, 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 no. Totally. Team. They left him off in twenty ten. Was. Gotcha. I, I would say, you know what's cool? Sitting on, again in the press conference, you get little nuggets that maybe I would have missed otherwise. Uh, and I think it's more specific to Team Europe. Uh, the, the the lineage, Neil, that, that you touched on with the Spanish players. Like, it's really fun. And you could tell Rom, like, it meant a ton for Rom to play with Sergio, who then links back to Olathebel and Ballesteros. Like, it, it's a fun little tree. It's almost like a... You know, you're big and little and like a fraternity almost. And and you you have that like by country on the European side and it's maybe not as prevalent on the American side. But but seeing Rom uh talk like that about Sergio, like it, it hits you like, Yeah, man, like that's so there, I, there's I, there's national you're absolutely pride there. right, right. Real and big, big, little, before the, big, little, big brother, little brother week. program, right? There's a lot of that going around this Ryder Cup. I saw. I stood with on um, 17th, and Rom was kind of right there getting interviewed by a couple people, and he kind of walked over, and I was like, "Hey, like great playing this week." And I think he thought I was like getting ready to be media and like interview him, and he just immediately went into like, you know, I, I really honestly got to tell you, like getting to play with Sergio this week was like one of the highlights of my career. Like that was that was uh, like it, I forget exactly how he phrased it because I was not <laughs> jotting notes down. I was just kind of He said it again in the press conference. I know, he but he the was most like fun he's ever had on going the golf out course. of his way. He's getting like kind of emotional yeah. just like that like he like between you and I between this and the US Open, this US Open does not even compare. Like, oh yeah, I mean like it, it's just a totally and look USGA at how straight. Look at well, <laughs> just look at Rory's interview and like how what Bryson this means to these guys said the same thing, which I was surprised I, to hear. He what, said this was the best 
week of his golfing life. And what? Because Bryson embraced the crowd and had fun with it and was like approachable and likable. And that's a separate topic. It like he should take guys, notes. It gives these guys such a good, re, like like a way to get to know each other. Yes. Right. Where like it's there's like, you know. There Pro were, golf is lonely. There were rumors before the week that like, oh, like Rom and Sergio don't like each other, right? Like, you know, and it's like, well, evidently they do now. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Pro golf is lonely. Is, yeah. That's really well said. And Brooks and I, I'm, you know, whatever with the Brooks Bryson thing at this point, but like Brooks legit went up to Bryson after his match, like after he had made it back to 18 after his match and gave him like, it was caught on camera, but uh, I watched it happen. I didn't realize there was a camera there and. It felt pretty real. It felt like, like we're on the same team, man. Like great fucking playing. Like daps. I don't know. It just that that part felt a little bit real, uh, in terms of just like what bring what this event brings out of people, man. But did, I I rave about this event like at ad nauseum. This was your guys' first time experiencing it. Did you did you get that sense like at this being something like that just makes all other golf events look pretty silly? Uh, it's hard when it's a blow. I think I think we got a hint of it or we got a preview of it, but it. Like like DJ said, it wasn't the full yeah. experience just because it was it was so toned I wanted, down. I, yeah, and not having a a larger continue contingent of Euro fans there was for me. You know, I didn't feel like there was enough. Uh, there wasn't juice enough juice back and forth. Like that's my favorite part of going to a sporting event. Sometimes is seeing the interaction between the two teams, um, and then also I think the course. Uh, Cody and I walked out to all the way out to 13 as far as we could and it just got a sense of how out and in the property was and how i couldn't hear any not only because no none of the euros were winning but what the u.s is winning i couldn't hear any roars it, there was no um it's, it's collective yeah. there wasn't a collective hum of like it's an arena of some kind it was much more like i'm out on a hike and i'm it's a really busy trail is how i kind of felt i i think to answer your question i can see why it is, but I don't like these guys said. I, I think some of the factors outside of any control maybe prevented it, but absolutely, I can see why it is. The most powerful thing for me, I said it earlier, was seeing the teams up close as a unit in those press conferences and seeing the what it meant to the Americans to win and how you know little kiddish they were and how you know bummed and like the Euros were devastated, which is you know that's that's. That's why we watch, right? That's yeah. why they play. It's great. So I would love to go to one in Europe. I think would be a, a must, and I would love to. Yeah, so just, not as fun. They lose. I would love to uh, <laughs> see one at a different venue, just for all the reasons you guys are, are mentioning. But yeah, of course it was. All, like that's all relative, right? Like of course it was spectacular, and like would I rather go there or? You know the Valspar. No offense to the Valspar. Like, I was wondering who's gonna yeah, who's going to catch yeah. a stray. <laughs> it's uh, it, sorry, you know, having gone to both, unfortunately, I've, I would give the but not the tip to Whistling Straits. It's not only week of like it's the most fun event to think about four months in advance, two years. Here we can talk about team two years in advance. Yeah. I just that whole dynamic is like, I'm just kind of amazed. The more I think about it, the more amazed I am at like the lack of 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 all of the capitalization of golf. The lack of people capitalizing on the team dynamic of golf and that the president's cup is a product of that right Ryder cup success breeded the president's cup but like man how have we not figured out more team golf well, hold on i want to oh, cody i'm gonna call you in come come on take my seat for a sec i want you you first first uh rider cup for cody as well let's get his takes you've heard you're all all for me you've heard enough for me hello hello all right see ya <laughs> I, I do think the Neil's got a jewel. The week is long. <laughs> that's, that's what I was 
it's like too it long. shouldn't start until like when like like open practice rounds and previews and all that like shouldn't start till Wednesday because by the time we got to Wednesday night Thursday morning it's like holy shit is the golf gonna start yet yeah. well that's <laughs> they what could I, spread it to is Thursday insane. that's what I was almost gonna say is it, it's President's it, Cup does that well it's it's uh, hashtag monetized I mean yeah. it, it feels there's some fake juice out there yeah uh, it is uh, v- they're squeezing every penny out of it yes. and and you can feel that and some of it feels Dare I say it's a little performative, and that's what I worry about it going forward is there's so many hype films. There's so many packaging of feelings and moments and all these things that, like, what we saw from Rory was very real. What we saw from Poulter was very real. I think there was probably a lot of there's a lot of performative stuff, too, and I, I don't want the scales to tip in that way, and I yeah. do worry about that a little bit. Practice rounds were cool until you realize that you do them on Tuesday, on Wednesday, on Thursday, and most of the time they're only playing nine holes anyway, so we're out there for three hours, and then you turn around and come back and sit in this awesome RV and think, you know, what the heck are we doing here? Like, when, when are we actually going to see a shot? And there's only 12 guys on the course max, yeah. right? or, or, you know, 16 guys on the course max. I thought the Ryder Cup was, was awesome. Did it live up to my expectations? No, but I don't think a lot of things in life ever do, and that's that's on me, man. Like, <laughs> I'm the first to admit that. But it was cool to see a big team event, and obviously I, I love the results, and I hope the, the boys are partying their ass off tonight because they deserve it. You know, I obviously want the Europe, you know, European team to play a little bit better, so it was a little bit more of a fight, but like that takes nothing away from the overall competition. This course itself just didn't really set up the way that I think we all wanted it to. And when we talk about an arena like... In terms of a close competition, you mean, yeah. Right, absolutely. Like, you know, one type of player really strives yeah. here, and unfortunately that fits more the American team, not the European team. The arenas, you know, there's a lake on one side and, like, massive man-made hills on the other. Like Man-made natural. Of course, <laughs> of course. Shout out PDA. But, like, it doesn't... It just didn't... It was horrible spectating. We can get in, and I hope... We have to talk because we talk coverage... Saw coverage oh, in here will. for the morning. We will. Like that. that <laughs> Talk about monetization. <laughs> yeah, that was horrible. So I mean, overall, do I want to come back? Absolutely. I can't wait to go and see an overseas. You Dude, know, Rome's gonna be sick. But right. think about like, like I think this is like almost a good entry point, and then we're gonna get thrown into the deep end in at Bethpage. <laughs> oh, Bethpage. <laughs> I, I I am. I don't know if I'm gonna go to. That I'm one. not even that excited for Bethpage. Yeah. Like if if. Like European players need to start preparing now for what they're gonna hear. Like you need, it, it is gonna be. Oh, I'm nervous about that one. I really am. Uh, question for you, real quick, because I sure. think we, you know, we we stayed on the first tee and then we went out to hospitality areas and a couple of the other media viewing areas. But you walked every single round, all three days, and I hope your ankles are okay. If not, we gotta ice them for you tonight. But. Um, Bless you. There's a lot of talk out there about how bad the fans were yeah. and what they're saying to the European oh, no, 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 team. No. And I, I never heard any I had of some it British at people all. Came up, I was talking to after they said this was. They said I think Hazel team was a total one off. Said this week was absolutely spectacular out there. Correct. The fans were so courteous. Not only that, bring it, like they were talking about like Midwest hospitality and everything like that, yeah. and how people were kind of overly nice. So I don't know. Maybe you saw something out there. No, no, no. Hazeltine was a. There was a fervor in the air. Like it was a. Especially, I'm not joking. PJ Willett 
his letter like riled the crowd up to the point where like they felt it sick. It was their God-given right to just harass players. Like I'm not I'm not exaggerating. Just a very close up. Like like the players walked between crowds at Hazeltine. It was very different. Everything was set further back this time around, so it was very intimate. Rory's walking between holes, and somebody like really really close. She goes, "Suck my dick, Rory." <laughs> yes, and it was. Like and that was like That's one of the things that actually made Rory stop. But the rest of it was happening on repeat. This week was just kind of like the way I characterize it is like Wisconsin fans are, you know, they are football fans at heart, and like they are going to kind of jeer. Like there were a lot more boos when the players walked out. It's kind of lighthearted. It's whatever, but they they love to get in like their little jab that really isn't very funny, but is like very sports related. <laughs> right. Like your shoulders might be broad, but you can't carry the whole team wrong. <laughs> But like, and really laughing it up with your buddies around you. But there was nothing. There was nothing personal. There was nothing. Uh, you know, it was one tenth maybe of the harassment and jeering at Hazeltine. I would say. Well, good to good to know. File so, that away. Which I I think it's all pretty lame. Like I don't I don't like rush to my defense of the American fans in any way. But this like if you thought this was bad, Hazeltine was way worse. What's the what's the cheering group called? The American American Marshals. Marshals? Like go away, <laughs> straight up. That's they're, Randy's life dream to become an American Their cheers were Marshall. bad. Like some of the che- just like like I was I was a I was disappointed in the in the first tee experience. I thought it was going to be a lot more turned up and a lot more natural. Right? And I hated it at the time, but looking back at Hazeltine, there was one thing that made an enormous difference. And one, I don't even fans. know, was Golf Channel covering like the first tee buildup or anything? Because in 2016. They had a guy there that was like, all right, back from commercial in 10, get ready. And, like, everyone would just go freaking nuts, and the camera would pan, but it just got the energy up. And, like, then from there on, then the Olay would come out, and people would just start one-upping each other. There was no organization of the cheering, which kind of sucks, as I say that out loud, that you need that. But apparently the American fans or the Wisconsin fans needed that because it was – the afternoons were much better buzz, but the mornings were better at Hazel. Buzz is a good word. Yes. (laughs) The alcohol was flowing. Tell you what they need. They need the soccer, the the flares, and the smoke yeah. that they use in soccer. Well, and games. the chants. Yeah. You know, yeah. those those are the best. Those are the best chants. I, I'm disappointed they didn't get a little local flavor. We couldn't have gotten like a jump around at some point in the U.S. Yeah. stands on the first tee. You know, they need a little music between groups. There. And I'll say one other thing that from Hazeltine that helped was the bleachers were not totally enclosed, so you entered from the right and you followed this walkway that had. It was 40 rows deep of people. So there was a buzz as you turned the corner of like, oh, here comes Reed. I can tell because they're, they're cheering out here. And when you entered the arena, the eruption was just freaking electric. And this was kind of like people would come through and enter. And it was kind of be a surprise. And they'd be like, oh, it, it, it's different. It's very different. But we talk about Bryson driving the first green and making Eagle today. We could hear that. Cody and I were on a little bit of a walkabout. We realized we were mostly camped out at the first tee or in hospitality we hadn't really seen much of the golf course so we went and walked the front nine we were what back over by like four green yep when that happened you could tell exactly what happened really? yeah you heard us <laughs> yeah. it was like literally like the, the it was augusta style the way they talk about augusta it was the a veracity of of that roar was like, oh my God, Bryson just drove the first green. And then everybody that awesome. we're walking through that had handhelds are like, oh, he's going crazy, too. <laughs> yeah. He walked off the first tee with a putter in hand, garnished <laughs> it for the was, crowd. That was actually the coolest thing Bryson's ever done. Next to driving over the water at Bay Hill. 
That was pretty freaking sick. There was yeah. a lot more risk in that. I, I said this last night. I'll, I'll say it again for people who didn't listen, but I hope Bryson's takeaway from this week was like, man, that was really fun having everybody on my side. Like maybe I don't need to, you know, it's easier said than done. I'm not in his position, I know, but it doesn't need to be adversarial, right? You don't need to put up walls. You, and you also need to let go of the idea that you're going to control what everyone and everyone, like yeah. what, what everybody's thinking at all times or saying at all times. You're not going to be able to do that. Rory doesn't try to do that. Spieth doesn't try to do that. Like, just lean in, man. They're going to say what they're going to say. Just fucking deal with it and, like, be a human being. I and have we, zero faith no, that I, of any course. of that is okay. going to right, right. Like, but I, I enjoyed a fun week of Bryson. Very obvious lesson yes. from this, right? I enjoyed it. It was a fun week for Bryson. That was awesome to watch him play well. I gave him a lot of flack for all the two-a-days he was doing long drive. <laughs> Guy went out and played. Showed went, up. Went 2-0-1. Yeah. Played his role to perfection. I will say, I tweeted this earlier, too, was like, if this was a major, he would have missed the cut this week. Like, he was not always on the planet, but, like, played the golf when he needed to. He was a great four-ball partner and, and took care of business today. I think the, the parallel between, like, watching all the fans and hearing the fans chant his name when he gets heckled at normal events with a different name was just really interesting to me. It was like, it was, I don't know, it was awesome. And... uh yeah, I, I don't think it's going to – it was a great uh, jab. Somebody asked – I forget. I don't even remember what the question was in the presser afterward. Um, you know, somebody asked a question, and it was directed at Bryson. He's like, why are you asking me? And Spieth just spoke, just grabbed the mic. And he's like, yeah, because you haven't done media in three months. <laughs> it was pretty perfect. It was about being one of the, the rookies on the team. And how did they – how did you feel being – and you, you think if it led up to expectations for it. Huh. And it was directed at him. Oh. And he goes, well, yes, you yeah. know, I loved it. And I, we, I can only take his words as truth. And he said, yeah, I loved it. It's an amazing event. I played, you know, well, great crowds, great team, great captain. And I'm, you know, I have something coming up in a couple of days that I'm getting ready to. So I'm not going to drink that much tonight. So you're right. I wish he would think more and hopefully his memories flood back of this as a positive experience. Unfortunately, he's already on to the next. He, he, he can't get out of his own way like that. Yeah. But that's fine. It's, it's, it's good for him this week. And just wear a normal hat. We're, we're, we're <laughs> right. good with that. That was, that was probably the biggest takeaway, which is like when you don't look like a dipshit, like, yeah. you're not as big of a target. I'm ready to get back to normal, though, and like everybody shits on Bryson. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it, like, oh, he's just – I just can't do it, man. And like like this was this was like empty ca- – it was, it was like icing, right? It was like, hey, like this is ice cream or this is something sweet and sugary and stuff like that. And it's like Bryson at some point like you, like you – you need to be a substantive, you know, member of of golf world, right? You can't just be yeah. like this dipshit sideshow over here. And I did see his TikTok boys. <laughs> yeah, like the t- like his TikTok, his four TikTok friends are just standing off to the side, you know, behind eighteen green tonight. And it's like, all right, cool. Like you're still Bryson. And I know I've beat this drum into the, in, uh, beaten this into the earth, but uh, like if Bryson has to play the role of fourth best player on the team, how different this week probably would have gone for him. But like. Just sitting out two sessions and playing the exact role. Let him let him thrive. Two quick stats: U.S. automatic qualifiers went seventeen three and two. I look at the captain's picks actually went like ten eight and something like that. Um, the all, all three guys that had uh, losing records were captain's picks, which I I still will stand by were good picks. And then the rookies fourteen four and three. Guy like dudes have never played in the Ryder Cup before. When I did that, you guys want to do player grades? 
Would do love we, to. Did we do? Did we eliminate people off the European well, team? Yeah. So going going through <laughs> the we problem is we don't know who we're going to replace. <laughs> well, uh, all right. So Ludwig Rory, Rory's obviously on. I'm kind of to the point where, like, if the course is what we think it is over in Italy, Poulter might get another shot at this. He could, right? <laughs> no, will you, no, Cody. Will you talk about Poulter's comments afterward? Because that that was that made me feel some things. Yeah, absolutely. So post press conference, clearly an emotional Ian Poulter asked a great question about you know kind of what this week meant and and the results as they speak for themselves, but what that means for his future. And he said, yeah, this morning, Amy and and Luke and I were in the car driving up. It was about a 20-minute drive. We got in the car, and it was dead silent, and nobody really said anything. And it kind of set into all of us that this is the last time that I'm ever going to take this drive to an event that means so much to me in my career. Uh, He really is a player who based everything on the Ryder Cup. You know, he's had okay performances in majors before he's won other you know big tournaments on the pga tour and european tour but this is it for a guy like him and this is what he lives for and to hear him say i know that this is my last shot was crazy to hear and seeing him get choked up about it and the follow-up question to that was about how this week went and and really about podrick and i think tc mentioned it earlier but about you know the guys coming together as a team, clearly supporting uh, him and hoping that the media back home do not write this as as a loss on their captain. You know it definitely wasn't their fault, but incredible to hear that come from Ian, who is just a stalwart for every European tour, uh, you know European team that they've had, and and Lee Westwood kind of said the exact same thing, and it's interesting to see them kind of realizing at the moment like this is this is probably it this is the last time and and they're the way that they're going out probably isn't the way that they wanted to do it but that's just the way the life is and both won their matches today true which is like like that's pretty freaking nuts the dudes in their 40s for europe went out and won probably their last match but i mean westwood could have avoided seven straight losses also to end his Ryder cup (sighs) career that's good colts is 45 (laughs) I mean, I, I, I think this was clearly Westwood's yeah. last shot. I could, I could see. Pol- I mean, maybe he feels like he doesn't have that much more in the tank. Um, maybe he feels differently, but like, just on a different course like Italy, I could see him, you know, kind of giving another go or having almost like a weight off his shoulders because he's put so much emphasis on making this team that he starts playing, playing well. And then obviously Rom, and then Weisberger, which you know I don't think. I don't think Weisberger like embarrassed himself this week. I think he played better than his record probably indicated, but still, 0-3 is 0-3, you know. Uh, I think Guido Migliazzi is on. He's good. He's coming. For the for <laughs> 24. Hell yeah. He's Italian. you gotta have you got to have an Italian home, on the team. Home game models love him, <laughs> of course. Rasmus Hogard just won on the same course. Mm. You know who would there? be? Nikolai Hogard as well, 20-year-old. Uh, this is completely speaking of my ass. I think he's da- he's toiling away on the challenge tour now. The guy that I'm riding for. Don't say it. Do we saw? No. Matteo Matteo Manassero would be fucking awesome. Yes. That's that was my dude when he was he was coming out of like the British Am wins and stuff. He was awesome, and uh, yeah, just completely lost it. But I hope he he's got two years. Two years is a long time. You guys said so yourselves. Big Bob. Well, then you want the Molinaris, right? I think I think Francesco started to find a little form this year. A better course fit. I think he'll keep keep coming. but yeah, I think you know they just what they really need is Hovland to 
take a step and like be, you know, a ROM level player, or right? Or, yeah. And Rory. And Rory. Well, yeah, yeah. And then the elephant in the room. I feel like Rory. all the like the first half hour though is like they need like eight better dudes. <laughs> Did that's what I'm kind of yeah. getting bummed about, but we'll see. Did the Rory interview today, which we've talked about, but not directly, um, just you know, crying, talking about how much this event means to them. Did it make you view anything differently from that we've seen from him in the last six nine months? I think it just crystallized a lot for me. Like it just it, it summed up a lot, which was one like, there you go, man. There's the proof of like, I'm I'm not meaning to mean anything. Shout out to the Valspar. I'm not meaning to shit on anything, but it's like. I like the people at the Valspar. Stop, I love the Valspar. No, this. the Valspar is great. Talk about the Honda or okay, no offense you know, to people. With the Rory's Honda. not even playing the Valspar or the Honda. <laughs> uh, but that's one where it's like, hey man, like here's the stuff he cares about. Here's the stuff he doesn't care about, and and the fact that he shows up to this one, a, an event that can move him to tears for feeling like he let his team down and he can't summon it and he can't rise to the occasion is fucking a huge bummer that's so depressing to me i feel like it was an accumulation of like i've let myself down for most of this summer but now like yes. my bad play is like hurting my team and it just like boiled to like oh what the fuck am i doing man and i think there's a, a ton of uh both like very practical and very existential things we could read into for that i mean he's he's still probably making swing changes right i don't know what the pete cowan stuff is is all about but i think he's still going through some of that I think he's trying to figure out how to be a dad. I think he's trying to figure out how to be a, you know, massive celebrity in 2021. I think he's trying to figure out how to how the world of golf is changing with distance and all of those different things. He's I, trying to be the principal. He's, he's trying to be the yeah, <laughs> the, the whole PGA Tour PGL stuff is all going like he probably got wrapped up in all that stuff. I mean, he just is he he looks like a guy who is getting pulled in 8,000 different directions and just kind of doesn't know which way is up but knows that he really wanted to play well this week and didn't you know and that just like is really heartbreaking so what does he change what do you what do you recommend i i mean f f far be it for me to like you shouldn't listen to he's anything dipping i say his shoulder a yeah, little yeah bit exactly and, yeah he's, what he's, i would love to see i don't know if this makes sense for him but like what i would love to see is just shut it down man and, and just yeah. don't go play the middle east stuff go be out doing golf pass stuff or optum stuff or like just shut down Go take some time. Go play like fun golf with your boys. Go like, or don't play any golf at all. Or go be February. a dad. Go be like at home. Go just shut down like and and miss it. And then right? turn up like, at Bay Hill and start prepping for the Masters. And you're probably playing some of the better. Golf and and who knows? For all we know, like maybe that is the tact he's taking, or maybe he is doing more of that stuff. But it from the outside looking in, it just it seems like a guy that is like emotionally exhausted or just like doesn't really <laughs> doesn't want to be around anymore you know and it's like it's it's a huge bummer i i don't think i think he proved today i mean it's not a lack of caring right at, at stuff like this it's not a lack of, of which is that was refreshing trying. yeah it was totally like we need to see those signs and maybe it's not a lack of caring but it could still be a lack of preparation or a lack yeah. of like that doesn't excuse him or absolve him from maybe not being in, as engaged or as, as energized about playing golf. And maybe he's made some of these changes last year. And like Spieth, they have yet to take hold, right? You, yeah. you, know, you got to lay the foundation for this stuff and it'll take a year or two. I think where I get most concerned with Rory is like he played 17 events in 2020. He played 21 events this year, plus the Ryder cup. Like he's, he's not playing like 
he's got 30, you know, 30, 31, totally. 32 weeks at home. And, and that's like, where I think. That, it, and that's where I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like, why are you so burned out? No, I know. Exactly. But that's where I think it, it almost is like, I, I don't know. You can burn yourself out just by constantly like not turning off. Yeah. He's just like, he's so self-aware and so analytical and so like human. Right. That you can just I think you can just burn yourself out by spinning your gears constantly. Right. And I don't think it's that's what sucks. And that's where it turns into like, oh, fuck, man. Like, that's what the money's for. Rory, like you're only playing 20 events like just sack up. It's like, dude, it's not that simple. Like, that's that's like a lot of the mental health shit that all these other athletes are talking about. Right. Is like you, you can't just turn it off. It doesn't work like that. And I think and he's it's just better. tough to watch. He's gotten better at the corporate commitments. Like, so I've heard like where he's basically said, hey, I want instead of an endorsement deal where you pay me money, like either I, I get equity or it's an investment or like I'm not doing it. Right. And it's it looks like he's trying to not chase sense. He's trying to, you know, very, very, you know, be very picky there. I also think like 28 and 2019, he played 25 events each of those years. Now yeah. he was highly successful in, in 2019, won four times. Um, well, I always go back to like what was the the famous thing where he was talking about how many off days he had that one year yeah. that was that's been six or seven years now probably but when he was talking about like oh you know and i thought that was ricky uh, maybe it was i think uh, no i think rory I think had Rory's a, a, a similar number and it, it was i i'm not going to quote it because i don't remember what it was but it was a shockingly few amount of free days for for the calendar year and that was six or seven years ago and i guess like my whole thing is when has he like taken a break and caught up since then right like yeah. that that stuff almost seems like it started it almost seems like a snowball right like yeah. it just like this burnout I'm, I'm calling it burnout but like whatever's going on with him just seems like it's been accumulating and i just don't see when that like hard reset has ever come i think part of him thought uh, we'll get to Ryder cup week and this whole thing would i'll channel something i'll, I'll summon something and it didn't happen it just kind of broke him a little bit i but. think also like it, it's got to be maybe it's just a factor of the way that the schedule worked as well, where like I know there's a, a host of guys like this that they've, like you know, when the Masters in, is in November and you're this this all this time that you've had set aside for, you know, just hanging like hanging out with your family and turning it off gets kind of yeah. flipped on its side. Like he's still catching up from that as yeah. well. So I think that's probably a big, big factor. It's big. just glad to see he's like it's glad to see the passion and the, like the passion and the the deep down caring yeah. is there. So some some folks in the chat wondering about a caddy change for Rory or a team change. What do you guys think about that? Uh I yeah, I floated that in the past in that I I cannot effectively say in any way that Harry is a bad caddy. They have won together. They've had great success together. They haven't won majors together, but by all like Rory made that move after firing JP to say, like, you know what, I kind of wanted to take more of the responsibility on myself. Like, he, I was there the first week, I think, that Harry was on the bag. He said, like, I'm, I'm getting my own yardages now. Like, I, I, you know, I'm more plugged into my own game. Instead of having, like, a reason, like, someone to blame right next to me, it's on me now. And it's been several years now, and I, it may be time for him to reassess that. I, I don't, I can't say definitively, but it, it, uh, you know, that, that change has worked for him in the past. It's helped him reset in some way. Um, so I think that's, that's a fair question to ask. I obviously, we could never know the answer to that. I could never say definitively yes or no that he should, but, um, I think with, based on what he said in the past about it, I think, you know, if that would, if that would provoke a change in mindset of some way, it'd be worth exploring. But doesn't the fact that he's best friend, the best player of his generation, 
Yes, that's exactly what I was going to say. Is like doesn't doesn't that fact that he's the best player of his generation, and he's having his best friend caddy for him scream like, "Yo, I'm pretty fucking lonely out here by myself." And like, yeah, like but the, we know we know this too. Like, we're friends, but sometimes like, so you want to take your best friend with you, and that's awesome because you want to spend a ton of time with him. But now he's like, like you're also his boss now, man. Yeah, it's weird. It changes the relationship, and I agree with you. If if Rory says that having Harry there is 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 better and that's you know he's fine with that that's great but it just blows my mind that i can't like i can't see past the fact like having bones or timmy or joey lacava or any other like he he literally could get any caddy that he wanted in the world wouldn't be better than harry truly don't know and and i i want to make it very 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 clear that like this is like on Rory, yeah, right? It's not on sure. Harry totally, in any yeah. way. Absolutely, and, yeah. and I almost think if if it's a caddy or a, like a surrounding team, I I almost think fixing the team is is probably more important than than fixing the caddy right now. If he's done we're that speculating. too, though, yeah, with he did. Cowan and no, I I yeah. mean I mean like yeah. your your manager and your and your business relationships and and all of that. Like if again i think we're very much speculating here but if if it's burnout and fatigue and like roy needs to own it but if if his team's not willing to adapt to like what he needs right now i think that's the most important change and then that flows to his golf i i, I think trying to band-aid the golf right now is i you got to start from if you he's gotta truly burn out and mentally exhausted like that's press the, most the stop important button thing. instead of the pause button yeah right and that's yeah like i said we're kind of out of our depths on speculation there but it just and I'm not even heard him specifically reference burnout, but like, like, sum summing up all of his comments, it certainly seems that's a, like that's a thing. It just doesn't add up, right? right. Like, there's something. It just it doesn't. Uh, like, you should be able to hit wedges. I, I, like, I don't know why. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't, what what the hell is going on? Like that that seems like something that should have been fixed over the last six years. Right? Somebody that's, tweeted something about like this was actually a really so much less disappointing this week because like you weren't as tied into. Him hitting a bad wedge wasn't going to ruin yeah. his round. <laughs> and, and I think you also see that it's not like we joke about it all the time, but the Thursdays at the majors, right? Was it, it clicks as soon as he's out of contention or as soon as he has, it's almost like this yip, it's right? And block. it's, yeah, it's like, dude, that's where it just feels so mental. Yeah. It feels like it's not a, I mean, a physical thing. Everybody reacts to parenthood differently too. And we always say like, oh, the baby and changes and time investment that that takes and how that, takes time away from other things in your life and everything look at the the transformation in rom since having a kid it's crazy it's like been made him like hyper focus on what he needs to and still like give time to what's important to him and his wife and their young baby and everything like it, it's amazing to see the differences in some people's mentality between the two neil neil apologized earlier for dj i'd like if you guys would allow me a lot of people asked me about rom this week yeah, I'd like to apologize. Thank oh. you. I, I'd say, I'd wow. say officially that Rom does not stink. There you go. Wow. And and, and Cody, he, I, I don't. I, who he has been the last eight months as a person, like I love that guy, and and I I feel confident like that wasn't quite who he used to be, and right. so I, I feel not like validated, but Rom, for Rom. Okay. So like, I, I feel like had he, yeah, yeah, had, had he been saying this and and. Like I'm majorly like attracted rooting for that guy, but I'm I'm on board now. He doesn't stink, so thank you. guys. Wow, thank you. That's so brave of you. <laughs> it seems like you showed been, me the way. Thank you. Neil. <laughs> there, there's been a definite evolution as a as a human, and it's yeah. just like 
well, just, just being like person kind of a person. jock, right? Yeah. B- before and now, he, yeah, he just seems much much more thoughtful. Yeah. He still came right up to me. He's like, "Hey, who's that? whoever's running your Twitter needs to stop giving me such a hard time." <laughs> I was like, "It's me. What are you talking I about? Talk like, about I, how good I, you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't nuts, tweet man. that every day, yeah. man. Come on." Um, right, so let's do grades. I, I, I think one last thing on Rory. I mean, it, 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 like barring something crazy, this will be. He's ranked fifteenth in the world right now. This will be his lowest rank in the world since two thousand eight. At the end of the season, um, but I do think there's an interesting transformation from his takes on the Ryder Cup when he kind of came out to now. Right? That's you know, he like it seems like he is yearning for something bigger than himself or bigger than this quest for individual majors or individual glory. He's right? beat That's down by the repetitive nature well of professional 72-hole stroke play golf. I got in that just a recurring, like, human theme, right? Yeah. When when you climb the mountain, you get it all, and you look around like, well, now, okay, now what? And speaking of, we were talking about this with Andy Johnson this week, too, of, like, I, I've, I do not have kids, but the the interesting perspective between Rom. Rom having a baby and Rory having a baby and how that's related to their game and that Rom is not a corporation yet. Rom is not have just half a billion dollars in the bank or whatever Rory has. He does not have four majors. He is not fully accomplished when it comes to the game of golf. And he has played this season with a fervor and a hunger that like is unparalleled, which is where when you get to Rory, you have all the money you could ever possibly have. Your daughter's daughter's daughter is probably set for life. You've accomplished so much in the sport. Like you have this new thing in your life. How and it's not about practice time, but it's simply the question: like, how can golf matter as much to you as it once did? How can it? Like it can't, right? Unless yeah. you're a kind of borderline psychopath, and that's part of his problem is he's not a psychopath. <laughs> yeah. So can't anyways. buy time. Can I mean, we- it, well, and it, it it just goes to show you, like the it's almost like the worse that he plays, or the the more that we care, the more that because I think. He is such an endearing, likable, yes. great guy. Like oh, I was yeah. so critical of him last night. I'm just like, "Hey, dude, like, quit playing like a bitch." Like, quit <laughs> and it's just because it's like I love watching you play carefree golf, and I want to see that again. Right? Watching but, like, him selfishly, yeah. Watching golf him is better for it. Play at Hazeltine was like the most fun golf I've ever witnessed, and I was rooting like against him, but like not even. Like I was, just, I love. I'm always rooting for the U.S. team, but like I love watching great competition, and that I, that guy has not shown up. Well, so. you kind of said it earlier, but the I almost kind of written him off in the in the majors from a, a like a personal viewing standpoint because I'm like, dude, all right, you know what? If you're if you're not going to show up, then that's fine. We've got Rom or Morikawa or Spieth or JT or Dustin or whatever. There's plenty of other guys to watch, whatever. But a, a Ryder Cup without like swaggy Rory is. Ain't no, the same. Take it away. Not not interested. Let's do some grades. You ready? Ready. Let's go. Uh, let's start with the U.S. team. Give me the give us the records as well. Okay. Um, let and I want to be. We can't. We, we A's are got to be tough earned. Okay. We got to grade You're one of those professors. We got to grade you know grading on a curve if you will. Like but B's like, a good score. B's above average. Yeah. B's, B's a very yeah. good score. Great inflation's an epidemic. C is not it's a failure. Disgusting. C is just okay. So Daniel Berger went two and one. I'm gonna say B minus. That's exactly what I was, I was gonna give say. him a C plus. Okay, just because I thought you know he he kind of flipped it there down the stretch, yeah. but he he hit some really really bad shots on yeah. Thursday down the stretch. He did. Uh, Patrick Cantlay went three zero and one. That's that's a bona fide A minus. A minus. A. Yeah. Full A. Full A. I mean sure. full full A would be like. DJ's. No, no, DJ's yeah. the full. DJ's A plus. DJ's A plus. 
I think Cantley's A minus. I think four and L would be an A, but it, it, yeah. that's not your grade. That's fine. If you're if you're an easy professor, that's fine. Uh, Cantley, when Cantley did walk to the seventh tee today, after just kind of watching the groups come through, I was like, oh god, I, I one I haven't even watched him play this week. Like, oh holy shit, this team is really good. Yeah. I, he just a guy you didn't even we barely even talked about him at all this week, and just went out and got him three and a half points. Like, what a freaking luxury. Bryson DeChambeau two zero oh, and one. I'm gonna give him a B. That's exactly what I was gonna say. His his uh, his electricity. Yes, gives him a, gives him another and half he, a grade. And and not being a massive Taste it, distraction. Randy. Yeah, like it's what it's knowing. It's the knowledge of what could have been or yep. what what might have been B if things went wrong. <laughs> and he kept it in line. I, I'd say a B plus. I, I mean, I yeah. think he's done more you at least for that. the crowd and and pumping everything up. This this entire event has been because of Bryson and what he's done. So B plus. I, you could talk me into that. Um, Harris English one and two, C minus. I give him just a C. flat C. Flat C. That's what, fair. Why? Okay. Why? What do you want to give him? Uh, D. D. I mean, anybody could have done what he did. I I, I thought I he played some like if we're if we're being like yeah, no yeah. great inflation, just straight up like anybody could have come here and done what he did. Probably. I think he hit some good sh- like some big shots and some big spots like yesterday on eighteen. Because um, things could have gotten a little bit squirrely yesterday afternoon if if the Euros go four zero, get all the momentum going into singles. Um, I think uh, maybe because they he and Fina went out on that first afternoon and like kind of drilled the nail into the coffin on that yeah. on that afternoon and were like the dudes coming off the bench getting that energy. The two matches he lost were already when it was kind of pretty much decided. So I'm grading maybe a little bit on the curve there. That'd be my answer. So that brings us to Finau, which I think is probably, I, I would Similar, give him a little bit better just C for, plus because that for some some energy. He was so good on Friday. He carried them on Friday too. So any objections to that? Not at no. all. Yeah, that's fine. Dustin Johnson, A, a, plus, a plus 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 five and zero. Oh. Valedictorian can't, can't do any of that. In, in a in a solid B plus for the tight ten minutes that he's going to do at the Hollywood Bowl next week. <laughs> <laughs> Agree. Brooks Kepka, two and two. I'm gonna say B. Yeah, Spieth was a carcass that when he played with them, he played awesome today. Um, was just kind of okay with Berger, but I think overall solid contributor. And I think didn't he, he, he go up at least once up against yeah, Rom twice? I think. Yeah, so and you got to give him a little credit for like, you know, not being a dick to to yeah. Bryson the whole time. Yeah, he made sure to bring that up in the press. Yeah, my two losses were were to Rom to be clear. <laughs> uh, Colin Morikawa three zero and one. I give him an A minus. A A. a. Yeah, A. A for me. I mean, the only thing keeping it from an A for me is the fact that he halved his singles match. Yeah, he went up against Hovland. They had a great yeah, match. Definitely definitely an A for me, but I would say he may get suspended for underage drinking after what I saw in the uh, post-round presser. His older <laughs> brother's corrupting him. He's 24, <laughs> isn't he? No doubt learn some new bad words. <laughs> Neil, for years, is going to keep crowbarring this Big Brothers, Little Brothers program. Programming. There you go. Uh, Xander Shoffley, three and one. Xander, I'd give a, I'd give him a B plus. I'm gonna say A minus. I don't don't think I can give him an A or an A minus just because, like, Rory went out and beat him this morning. And like, you know, I I thought that was an honor for Xander. It was, it was a credit to Xander that Stricker sent him out first. It's credit to Rory that he, you know. Yeah, he didn't answer the bell today. 
I, I, I am grading. Ninety percent of your grade was determined, you know, before the final exam. I would say because I think it, sure. if you contributed greatly to putting this out of reach, get it before singles, uh, which he definitely did. Scotty Scheffler, two zero and one. A. I think an A for A minus. I would say. I mean, he played good in, with in four ball with Bryson, and he played freaking great today, which yeah. was awesome. I think. I think you got to give him the benefit of the doubt because he probably took on the toughest assignment. Yeah, hundred percent agree. Right, where like he, like Bryson's in his pocket on some of these holes. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> that's very Puts true. A lot of pressure on the other guy. Very true. Um, Jordan Spieth, one, two, and one. C minus. Yeah. yeah, I think with his expect like considering the expectations, putting it all in context, I'd say C minus. Yeah, yeah, maybe I be lower if it was anything else. That's probably being pretty nice. I think. I think he probably, you know, it's intangible, but I think he probably carries a little weight. As yeah, they were talking in the presser about like emotional leader and stuff. I feel like when you go back to you know all these guys kind of knowing each other since grade school and all that stuff, like Jordan is. He's Jordan's very, the dude. Yeah, he's the that, leader of that, that group. group. Yeah, yeah. It, whether he's out there pumping his chest as much or saying as much in the press or any of that stuff. I mean, he's he, if they look up to a guy in that peer group, it, I feel like it's got to be him. Can I go on record? I, I, I'm on record. This is like the fifth time I've said it. I, I, like, I want to see him play with other people besides Justin Thomas. He played with Kevin. with Brooks. I, I, I know, but like just in that, in that first him. day, right? Like, you know, where – I don't know. I just don't think that's – that's just not my favorite group for him. They were awesome in France. I'd, I'd, I want to see him with Big Tone. Again, I'm, okay. I'm banging the drum on that. Justin Thomas running out the U.S. team, 2-1-1. One, one. B. 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 I'd say B, B- minus, uh, would have been the play, and then B with like one of the few guys that like tried to get yeah. uh, made extra effort to get the crowd involved in it. European side, Paul Casey, 0-4. Oh F. Uh, he gets a C for me if you can read into that. As as you want. <laughs> I'd give him a D. I mean, he didn't win a point, but he didn't play horrific. He had I didn't some think. tough, tough matchups yeah. too. But I, I, I'm not gonna give him an F. I'll give him a D minus. Okay, that's that's, that's bold. Yeah, yeah. Randy. I mean, passing isn't. I think I think I think kind of what I touched upon earlier. Just the whole the whole deal. Take it away. I, I'm, yeah, I'm flunk done. him. Flunk. Yeah, All I right. want to see him. Thank you. Hold on, you skip somebody on the U.S. side. Who did I skip? Uh, Greller. <laughs> Greller, I give a, a for Alpha. I give him an A for just shit talking Tron all week. Yeah. Every time I saw him, I was like, did you, tell, did you tell Tron to fuck off yet? <laughs> He's texting me all day yesterday. Just, you seen enough yet, Tron? You ready to come back home? You having fun over there on your European vacation? <laughs> Dip shit. Uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick, zero and three. That's that's. I'm I'm giving I'm giving Matthew Fitzpatrick an F. Any any non F is is mercy rule. I feel like right like play with Westwood twice. He had bad he had bad group partners. He was stuck doing all the work. Uh, You're D, talking me. I would say it was a D minus. You know they have pass fail classes and they like pass D fail. I think it's like a, a D because he yeah he, he he's talking in office hours to the professor like well i mean my partner he just didn't show up like he's i'm try- doing all trying. the work myself and the professor's like all right you gotta, you gotta he's at least going in. to class yeah right uh where like are we changing the grade if he doesn't chunk his probably his, gets his approach into the hazard <laughs> yeah. on a totally inconsequential yeah he wanted it but he, yes yeah. because I, he really wanted it he didn't quit on that <laughs> yeah. yeah he's played 
Two Ryder Cups hasn't won a point. Yeah, it stinks. That, yeah. yeah, he he has played two Ryder Cups on courses that are just nightmare fits for him. <laughs> like it sucks. No, no, Anybody, no pun intended like, with he's fits. Not, he's not going away. Like he'll he'll yeah. he will be on the t- in the next. I want to see two, him play in Europe. Two Ryder Cup teams. He deserves to play in Europe. The fact yeah. that they left him off in France. Yeah, he's like. It makes zero sense. Yeah, they 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 really blew that that uh, that Ryder Cup. Um, <laughs> Tommy Fleetwood, oh one and two. I think grading on a uh, C minus. Yeah, I was gonna say C C minus, just grading on a a curve, right? Like C plus. I would say they're, they're taking hard. The the records are gonna be tough. They're they're playing much better opponents. Yeah. B plus ball striking, D plus putting. Yeah, and that's out to a C plus. Yeah, yeah. like. I, I would even say ball striking wise, you can tell he doesn't have his A game. I think he clearly. Uh, I think the inside joke in the in the interview was clearly Tommy must have gotten naked or something <laughs> in the team room. I think was what they were. They were like, we got to know each other really well. Yeah, they kept saying that. They kept saying like, what's going to be your lasting memory? And then they all just laughed uncontrollably. Yeah, Tomlin lost his mind. And then Rory was like, Rory's like, oh, I think it'd be a lot easier if he just showed you what the lasting memory was going to be. Uh, and they started chanting Tommy's name. So that. Maybe bumps it up to a C for me. Okay. <laughs> Sergio Garcia, three and one. I think he gets an A. A minus. B plus. Uh, again, his record, he's played with John Rahm a lot um, to help that record a lot. That's, that's he didn't do a lot in one of the matches. Yeah. He played I, I, good I golf. I, yeah. I think in the pure evaluation, though, I think Rahm spoke glowingly of him. So take that for what it's worth. That helps. Thank you. Uh, Tyrrell Hatton, one, two, and one. C minus, yeah, I'm down with that. Yeah. He he had flashes of brilliance, but just way too many very very bad holes. You can tell he's one of those guys that like he just wants to play so good too. Like loves this moment. If he comes in with his game in the right form, like he would be so good. Yeah, in this format. Victor Hovland, oh three and two. I think that's misleading. I yeah, feel like it was better tough. than his record. I think so too. He played all five sessions. Um, you know, have the singles match. Had some pretty tough assignments. Yep, I'll give him a C. C, C. C. yeah, solid he was, C. He was he was putting the answers down, but he wasn't showing his work. Yeah, <laughs> Shane Lowry, one and two. C minus. Yeah, C. I mean, C. actually, maybe upgraded to a C because he, he that missed big some classes. Moment. Yeah, we wish he wouldn't have missed those classes. <laughs> But then he, you know, but then he came through in in big moments. Yeah. Yeah. His essay, essay was, was good so on the good. on the. He should yeah. have been there. He just didn't come Friday morning. He should have been yeah. there. Uh, Rory McIlroy, one and three. I like. I don't want to put too much stock in the fact that he showed up today it's, uh, and came a, and really, really like. Not only did he show up, he established some early momentum for them. So I give him a little bit of credit for that. I'm going to give him a D plus. I was going to say D, but then also like the, uh, you know what? I'm going to give him an F. <laughs> Hell of a, that was a roller coaster. Because he like he's the reason that like yeah. you can put it much more at his feet than you can at Padraig's feet. I, I think his Ryder Cup the results based business. ended before today, and I, yeah. if that's the case, it's an F. Yeah. So, uh, Ian Poulter one and two. Honestly, like a B minus. B minus. Whoa. <laughs> he played great today. He was carried Rory around in four ball yesterday afternoon. Was not bad on. On Friday morning, Poulter was not the problem. Okay, C minus. I, I, I mean, he's to start with a C. Yeah. But I mean, C plus. C plus? Rory literally Lucky. gave him nothing in the four ball. Like, I think he made four or five birdies yesterday in four ball. 
and then went out and he fi- finished his single career undefeated. Listen, this is news to me. So. <laughs> this isn't a lifetime achievement. B minus. Like it's not going to pull. We, you know, nothing would be minus. Not, sure, nothing would give me greater. It could be joy like joy than to fail him. It's like an AP class. He didn't do well in the final exam, but he got a he got a four. Yeah, four out of five on the AP test. Playing his it role. counts for college credits now. Yeah. He played his role, I would say. Uh, Jean Haram, 3-1-1. One, one. Just an A. I'm going just A. A. It was just carrying that team in the first two days. Uh, just wiped himself out. Uh, played, might have played too much and just ran to a buzzsaw today more than anything. So I think the thing that we didn't factor in on these was, was the uh, Nicholas Jacklin Award. That's true. Have, you know, we even, have we even talked about that yet? No. God damn it. <laughs> Can we get through the last couple of grades and then yeah, we'll get there? Okay. Uh, Westwood, one and two. Uh, Westy gets a, a D. Just a D minus. D or D minus. Westy me. gets the D. Um, <laughs> Bert Wiesberger, O oh and three. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give him a D and I'll give Westwood a D. Like yeah. Westwood battled a little bit today, but – you're on the team for your iron play, and your iron play sucked. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah. So you want to talk about Nicholas Jacklin? Yeah. So uh, news to us, they are giving it to one player on each team. So it's actually two awards each year. Uh, Sergio won it, which was a bit um, funny, I guess, considering some of the things, Solly, you had dug up about Jacklin saying about Sergio. Porath dug him up. I was reading them okay. out, but it said that Shut up, Porath Se- and- Sevi had more courage in his little finger than Sergio has in his whole heart, and that Sergio should have got suspended for his bunker tirade and the things he said in Saudi Arabia, uh, which is a very funny sentence. And then uh, I forget what the third thing was, too. But, yeah, there's some history between Jacqueline and Sergio. Wait, I mean, you know, the fact that he went to Saudi Arabia – Nicholas has to respect that. That might have been why he did it. Shout out to the Kadia. That might be it. This is a Visit Saudi activation. And then DJ won it on the American side, which I think is part performance and then part, you know, he's he's the man in the clubhouse. So I I think the um, the team aspect DJ legitimately gets along with everybody. Yeah. That was one thing. I forget who who said that um, about DJ. It was like, you know what? I've never, ever heard him say a bad word about anyone, which is like, whoa. It's yeah. kind of weird. You guys have all heard me say bad words about a lot of people. <laughs> like, you can't say that about me. So again, with DJ, I think it just like goes back to he manages his time well or manages his energy well. Yeah. Right? He doesn't get hung up on stuff. I think he can't you control. know how. And also, he's he's a former he's a past champ of the Bone Saw Invitational over in Saudi Arabia. So this is a, a great 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 distinction for him as well. Uh, to be serious for just a second, you know, I think you hear in other sports how guys, especially like basketball, you would hear about younger guys going to train with Kobe in an off season. Like if I, I, it's silly, but like Rory should just go hang out with DJ and see how he manages his time and his schedule, and or, or at least talk to him. Like, I, yeah, no, I, I, no, I think I think he might he might <laughs> come no, back no. with some habits. Maybe not. Like a big uh, brother. Uh, but, no, I think but there's I, I gotta think, be I think something there, saying, right? I think there's what you're be saying. Something there. Big <laughs> maybe get in the big brother program. I think what you're saying is more like. He should go talk to DJ about like how he manages his mind, right? Or how like how he manages his bandwidth. I'm just like, yeah, like how like how how, how do you not fry yourself out doing yeah. this? Um, <sighs> yeah, maybe like, but but I don't think like Roy doesn't have that brain, you know? Like I don't think <laughs> Dustin's methods are gonna work for Roy. Like I think Roy needs to go talk to people in fucking 
other like business aspects or, oh. or other like <laughs> other celebrities or other people way outside of golf. DJ's gonna say, hey, like the important thing about not burning out <laughs> yeah. is to make sure you don't, don't burn out. <laughs> don't, don't get burned like out. Like DJ's the like simple, not easy kind of guy. Or yeah. like he, it's it's not that he can explain this shit. He's just, like that's the brilliant part about it. It's just who he is, right? Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'd I'd, I'd be fascinated. Well, I think I think going back to that for just a second, it. Sorry. Whoa! I think going back to that just <laughs> for a second, it to go back to Rory. It is weird that I don't know what the comp for Rory is. Like that's fascinating idea that he should just go hang out and learn from somebody. But I know I've said this on the pod before, but like the problem with you know being Tiger is like you have to be Tiger. Like I don't think that's what he's looking for. I don't think he's trying to be Phil. I don't think he's trying to be. Jack Nicholas. I don't think he's trying to be Arnold Palmer. I don't think he's like I don't know who he's trying to be. And I think that almost that almost strikes me again massive project, projection, but that kind of strikes me as like part of the problem, right? Is I don't know what the model for Rory's career is. It's mm-hmm. very hard in other sports because there is an off season and it, it's built in. I would say what you're looking for is maybe like a Tom Brady, uh, awesome businessman, does a ton of philanthropic things, and also is a killer athlete, and it, it appears to have his family life under control the yeah. good thing about it is that he has a built-in off season right you know Rory doesn't have that yeah Brady seems like a lot more of a sociopath <laughs> than uh than than I, th- I think Rory like it, it feels like he's very objective and goal-oriented but also like his goals are you know these like some of them at least seem to be financial of like hey this is this is what success looks like to me because it you know like I want to build so, build something sustainable, and it makes like I think he wants to be more than a golfer, right? It's not about the money necessarily, but that's the currency with which you measure yourself. But the golf is a way to get there, and I think that's why he's really, really coming to like the Ryder Cup is because it it's kind of a counterbalance to some of those objectives, and he and it gets him out of that kind of rat race that he's otherwise in. Yeah. Um, I'm projecting too. I think I want to give uh, as, we, about Rory. Yeah. <laughs> as we go to wrap this up. Uh, I, I know we've kind of mentioned it in, in passing in some, but just a, a final shout out to Stricker for yeah. just running the playbook. He managed it per, to perfection, got a bunch of dudes together that actually genuinely seem like they enjoy spending time together. Set the they did not do like a super easy setup this week. You know, it was a. Cha- I actually think it played challenging to their benefit. Like it, it was an identifying test. Which again, I think is good because I think it separates which team is far, yes. far, far superior. Yeah, right? like you only- want it to be. A, that's a misno a misnomer. I think is yeah. the Americans love these easy golf courses. Like no, the Americans have a way better team. Like yeah. the, a harder golf course is going to separate that. Well, yeah. coming in, it was all about issues that were going to be in the team room based right. off personalities. Right. And it, it appeared that the, there there were none. Right. It's phenomenal work. And yeah. shout out to Brooks and Bryson for just like truly actually putting a pause to it for a week or whatever that whatever it was, you know? I think from a team perspective, um, I think it's interesting Stricker only played in two Ryder Cups. Like, you know, and, and like that's an that's an interesting tidbit of like, hey, it's not like he was this long time yeah. stalwart, right? Also, I mean, Mickelson seemed like legitimately in three, I think, didn't he? Eight, twelve, and ten. I think he only played in two of those three. Okay. Um, but he, like, I think I think Mickelson was legitimately great assistant captain. Like, he seemed like he brought the energy, but it w- but didn't make it about him. Yes. Um, which is, you know, I think sometimes a risk with Phil, probably. Yeah. Um, he was on three. Oh, eight, ten, and oh, 12. Oh, it was? Okay. Yeah. And then, you know, and then I think it, it, at the end of the day, like, 
you know, big thing that we've discounted for Europe it, it, for going to, to uh, Rome is like you guys are at a massive disadvantage because Zach Johnson's going to be the captain. Mm. Haven't talked about that. Well, that was, that was my point is, you know, Stricker, unbelievable President's Cup performance, unbelievable Ryder Cup performance. What's the – I mean, I guess you just have to let guys have their shot, but if you're serious about winning Ryder Cups, why not let him keep going? If you're Stricker – why keep going? It's a lot of work. Yeah, it's it's a lot, and I think they've had. I think that would be flipping at the bottom plan because I I think ZJ is groomed for it, and which I will say I don't know. I, I know be tough to it's screw a, up it's a half a half bit there, but like with Zach Johnson, but ZJ's consistently think, gotten the best at his golf game, and he'll probably do. The I same think he's going to be game. almost identical to Stricker. Yeah, I think they're similar ages. They know the guys in a similar way. They've played with a ton of them. They have a ton of bona fides on the golf course. They're they're very seemingly like respectable guys off the golf course. Like who's gonna, you know, unless we talked about this earlier in the week, but unless you're coming in and you're trying to do something absolutely radical, like it's not like there's a ton of crazy decision making that goes into their process, right? Like all the players spoke about that in the press conference. The American players, hey, we had a bunch of input on our pairings. We had a bunch of uh, it, it just felt like a big group activity. It's not these guys coming in and imposing their will. It's just kind of keeping it on the rails, managing, you know, some fires that pop up here and there and just making sure shit doesn't get out of control. And with that team and, like, the team that I assume they're going to have in Rome, like, the captain's role, I'm not diminishing it at all, but it, it is – it's not the Paul Azinger we need to start building, you know, SEAL Team 6. It's like – Hey. <laughs> it, I took it, that personally. It, it's much more – well, listen, I'm, what I'm saying is they're not bringing you in to say, like, hey, this is what we need to do. Yeah, this, no rah-rah. Definitely not Herb Brooks here, and they talked about yeah. there's no big speeches – you know, there's no uh, a special guests in to come. No pump videos. It up. That felt no a little. Videos. Yeah. Exactly. That felt a little needling to the Euros. I, cool I videos, guys. It sounds like more of a chairman of the board than like a CEO yes. kind yes, of thing, right? Exactly. That's, that's what I'm getting at with Zach Johnson. So I, I really do think that there is an opportunity kind of for the U.S. to turn this into next year's President's Cup in terms of like a, a true team, right? And that's it. Like an advantage the U.S. I feel like should have had over the last 20 years is they do get to do this every year in terms of getting getting 12 of the best players together. We need some continuity. Is that also kind of a Sevy <laughs> trophy when it was going on? <laughs> Does that kind of discount your like, is that kind of the, the counterpoint to you wanting to play the Ryder cup every year of like, maybe, maybe it's actually a hindrance for these guys to, to get to do that every year because they don't get quite as up for it. Are they get a little burned out on it? I think there's a, a weird – sorry to take that while you're thinking. I, I think there's a weird disconnect between – maybe that's what you meant by the continuity stuff, but there's a weird thing between the the Ryder Cup feeling like life or death in odd-numbered years and the President's Cup feeling like a just like fun, like let's go beat the shit out of the next town over cakewalk on homecoming night type vibe. Like those are two totally different things. Yeah. And it's, it's weird to have a through line or – to, I, I don't know. Like they, they said tonight, like, you know, what felt different? Like, oh, it felt like a President's Cup. Like, yeah. it, it was. And so it's it's weird that they haven't taken that out. That but their opponents sucked. They haven't taken that out because they haven't been kicking ass, you know? I think the internationals have, like, no chance to do, like, what Europe is able to do in terms of, like, they continuity. They all speak the same language. Yeah, continuity and, like, an actual, representing the European tour, right? Which is, the internationals are just, like, technically, like, part of the European tour, 
or I'm sorry, the PGA Tour. <laughs> I was going to say, most of them don't even play like, the no, Tour. The, yeah. the PGA Tour. All right, it's going to be U.S. against, uh, we'll say you guys. I guess we'll say you guys. Yeah. We'll lump in you guys. It's, and, it's, uh, we'll roll them out. See what it's happens. the Globetrotters versus the Generals, yes. for the most part. It's like set up to not be fair. So like they have no chance, not no chance, but next to no chance to consistently you know, make up that talent gap. Whereas Europe has clearly shown over the years they can form a cohesive team that has role players that can overcome a suspected talent gap. Um, and so, but yeah, I, there's something to like this week, like channeling a fun environment. And it felt like the team had, it's easy when you're winning, of course, but it felt like they channeled a fun environment, kind of like the 08 team did for the most part. There was more, there's more emphasis on the caddies too. Like yep. they, they all mentioned it in the, um, in the post game. And there's like, you know, it, it seemed like the caddies were more part of the fabric of the team. There was a, a question to, I think it was posted to JT about Tiger, and for whatever reason, he kind of just like so it was like Tiger, Tiger who, Tiger who, like it was just like a weird joke. But like, you could tell that Tiger was a big part of the decision making from Stricker too. Like he, like Tiger was an assistant captain, yeah, right. And I think that was you know that was very like Tiger's part of the fabric of the team in a in good a way, way. Yeah, 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 in a non like energy sucking way. Uh, a couple things from the chat. One, Randy, people are worried. You're falling asleep. Are you good? It's about bedtime. It's, well, two it's though. Hot before you go, people want a Amsterdam. Oh, tell take us there. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, I think one one more thing I wanted to do was uh, uniform wise. Like, I think Europe needs to get their shit together from a colors perspective. Like, where's this burnt orange coming from? That was a tribute to I think Sergio making Sergio feel at home. Hook him. Big big facts. <laughs> yeah. Um, that one I think. Uh, they looked good with the black with the yellow accents, which is kind of what the international team has gone to in the President's Cup. I dig the pandering, the local colors. I think that's <laughs> the funny. Green and yellow. Yeah, yeah I mean that's on that. fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, but I think and then like the royal blue and the yellow is kind of what they always fall back on. But it's just such a hodgepodge of weird shit. I think I thought the U.S. uniforms were were pretty decent. I like the I like the hoodies. Although on the radio we're listening to the BBC guys or the Sky guys, and they were they were all up in arms about the hoodies of course know, especially in the wind oh these 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 hoodies what do you do with these in the wind <laughs> i'm glad they overcame that uh i thought that i thought the names on the back of the sweaters was actually kind of cool that was very <laughs> like so bad it's good yeah, yeah. um Amsterdam. dude we, we were watching in the in the rv here this morning and for if you're a new listener Amsterdam is where we isolate that takes about pathetic golf television coverage into one section so it doesn't bleed into Which, the rest of the show you, you haven't had a whole lot of it this week because we've been we, yeah. we've been either watching sky in some of the hospitality boxes which is jarring to see sky juxtaposed with not only that it's a commercial NBC. free broadcast yeah in the hospitality they just keep it keep it rolling i don't know yeah. if it's from some sort of world feed or how they do mm. it but no commercials but it, like nbc was if you could get in was, you really must must check out some <laughs> of these boxes uh it was god awful I mean, it was it was like, <laughs> just there, there's nothing else you can say. It was it was god awful, and not only that, like it was between the RBC commercial, um, the Amazon Alexa, uh, our partners at BMW. That was that was a tough one, just because they kept playing it over and over again. I didn't know what was going on in that commercial. Was either. the kid? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> was the kid? Was it their kid? I couldn't. Was it just like a creepy? Was it kid a single mom and no, she's guys, on a it date? date? It was date night. It was mom and dad out on a date night, and right. So it was the kid <laughs> looking at his parents. Yeah, because he's like, oh, mom and dad are home. That was not the look he had in his eye. It was a cock block. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was obviously like date night and they were. Uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> Come on, you guys didn't. You guys but didn't... and then he wants to pause. Time? And the babysitter. Like, what was does up that there even with mean? I don't know. Listen, there are some aspects. I'm not defending it, but I thought it was quite clearly a date night. Before we get deep on the commercial. Well, the, best, the best part of that commercial was that they, they forgot to edit the audio, so the lips didn't match up with I like, think that was just the... Yeah, I don't know. I heard that from other people, RV too. Wi-Fi, I don't bro. think it was. I think Come I was getting now. that from other people. I, I think they... I, I don't know if that was exclusive to us. Anyways... Hard to watch the golf, it seemed like. Yeah, yeah. And like, impossible. Ma- maybe they front-loaded it, but they front-loaded it so much to where even if you're, like, like the whole commercial load is still way, way, way off. And to the point where they're missing, like, they missed Rory's eagle putt on, on two. Well, there was, you got to give him perspective. There was another match on the golf course. Yeah, there was a second point, match. There was, sure. there was actually sure. six six balls in play on the entire golf course. Four. Or four. Yeah. Um, and then... And then, uh, like, then they started giving way too much emphasis to the uh, first tee stuff, and then yeah. you're losing the plot with what's happening ahead on two, three. Like they fall behind, you never catch really, up. Really, really cool hole is that is that second par five. Um, five, five. Like, I didn't see much of that at all this week, um, including Bryson's drive. Right, 417 yards didn't show it. Unbelievable. It was one of the wildest shots I've ever seen. He had in seventy-eight yards into the par five, and he made eagle. Seventy-two. Seventy-two. Yeah, I, I, like, I can't speak a whole lot to the actual That's commentary really relevant, just because I didn't. Like, it's not like he's it. like known for hitting it super yeah. far. It's yeah. not like he's hitting a long drive contest next week. Well, it's really hard because like I, I, there's no event ever that I dig my claws into trying to like follow what's going on more than this one, and I have an earpiece in following the NBC broadcast. Not helpful at like following what's going on. So you listen to the NBC broadcast instead of the Sky or the. Well, Sirius I try XM. to listen to like what people on Twitter are watching, so like I'm aware of like what they see on TV. Because anytime you react to something that is what's not being shown on TV, which is a problem, like I'll react to something I see on the course, and it's not been not on TV for another two minutes. Um, I don't know. That's just kind of how I do it. But like I, these just like start playing music during commercial, and I'm like, all right, well, there's four matches going on. Flip over to Sky Radio or whatever BBC Radio to try to pick up on what's actually happening in the golf. It's just it is just not covered, man. There was one like they would show one shot. They go to commercial. They'd come back. They'd do a feature. They'd show you know a first tee thing and then one interview and then they go back to commercial. It was, it was and no live scoreboard. Neil getting in on some coverage takes on Twitter as well. I mean, it just yeah, sucks. I guess it's just lazy. It's got to change. Go, man, it won't. It whatever. won't. But it's going back to left. something I was saying earlier about the hashtag monetization look cost money to run the world it's it's fact of life i get it hard to go backwards hard to turn down things uh but you look at how the masters is run and you look at the number of people that are inside the ropes you look at the number of like all these like the it's it's such a obvious like money making endeavor instead of like a a sporting event right and that that's just how it comes across to me and the Ryder cup probably less so than a lot of other you know events but it's the commercialization reeks very How? loudly and just like watching some of those matches like coming down the hill i mean there's hundreds of people just fucking like honorary observers and just all kinds of like random people walking milling about and if everybody's it, inside the ropes it's yeah it's it's a ropes. weird weird vibe and i think that just kind of bleeds through the tv coverage was but my larger like point. is like what is the cock for if not for like give me some streaming showing options. some like showing some featured groups like i don't think i saw a single shot from the from the westwood 
group today until they were down the stretch, right? There's just like cover like a sporting event for God's sake. Yeah, and, you know and and they it's, they truly can't keep up with twelve matches. Like they have no shot with their cor- their format for commercials. They can't keep up with like they six do, matches. They couldn't or do eight four. Matches. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Um, it, get off any blasts. I think it's time. No, no it's two hours. We hit two. We hit two hours. I the, think it's time. The build out was like as impressively massive as yeah as made out to be. Um, people of Wisconsin, you know, good people up here in Wisconsin. Good hosts could be better at cheering. I would say it was a weird scene around eighteen yeah. when they were celebrating the cup and like spraying champagne and like, like the comparing that to Paris, which was like out of control, singing, chanting, dancing. If I wasn't like really butthurt, one of the coolest scenes of sports I've probably ever seen, and this was that that was a nine out of ten, and this was like a two out of ten at the end. The it boats was... were cool out on the on the water there. Yeah, that was great vibe. The, shout out, of course, to our guy Ziggy, who we yeah, you know, we parked our RV here at Zig's Golf Haven, right across the street. Awesome time, uh, friend for life. Weather yeah. was great. Just the whole th- shout out to you know, you guys were of course discussing their uh, commercial earlier but the bmw folks for getting us out and uh being a, a global partner of the Ryder cup i think that's the, the main reason we're we're here world in world, force worldwide partner. worldwide partner and uh it was just a, it was an awesome week very glad to have done it ready we'll have a full preview for, for uh italy coming out uh on monday so <laughs> thank you for that and uh, thank you boys for a wonderful week uh it has been 14 months of Seven men's majors, uh, eight women's majors. This is the end, huh? Um, a Ryder Cup, a Solheim Cup, and an Olympics. And it is finally time to sleep. It is fi- finally time to rest. What's our next big event? The Masters? The Players? Masters? I'd say the play- I'll count players. the players in yeah. there. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, that's the that's the next big one. So. And that's, what, five months? Yeah. About five months from now. So. Rory, shut it down. Let's go check out. Let's go check shut in it with, down to the players. Let's go check least. in with our families if yeah. we can. So thanks shout everyone out, for tuning in. Shout out to our families. Thanks for all the live shows all year long. It's been a blast to just flip on the mics and and uh, and do this stuff. And thanks for supporting what we do. And uh, congratulations to the United States of America. I'm, I'm a happy man tonight. Cheers. Vamos. Be the right club. Be the right club today. Johnny, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most! Expect 